Alright, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here and discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... <laughs> That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, everyone. Craft and Puro, we're here. We're literally here. Like we're Where? finally in the Vikings dough fucking Maine, baby. We the hung Viking out at the domain. bar. We hung out at the bar. Now we're outside in 28 degree weather with the fire going, the heater going. Right. A slam episode of cigars, and we got some really rare whiskeys and some fun barrel picks and stuff. That's right. Right? So this is the Viking. I'm here. It's the Bourbon Cowboy. I am at Odin's Lair, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> he sleeps here on Saturdays. Yeah, previous, right. Uh, previously uh, Silver Fox, currently Silver Sloth with uh, the belly going <laughs> on. So it's all good. Old boy admits his own fatness. <laughs> Hey, I deserve it right now. Hey, anybody who hasn't made it through COVID with a little bit of girth is is not has not enjoyed COVID. Well, Someone's I started COVID, COVID with girth, so let's get this shit right, baby. <laughs> and yes, I'm talking about the dick. I was going to make that clear, okay? Wasn't talking about that midsection. <laughs> oh, we've already had to tell him to keep his pants on three That's times really today, but it's okay. <laughs> and of course. Yes, I'm going to whiskey. Yes, he wants to drink whiskey and skinny jeans. <laughs> and the ginger from the north. Yeah, there he is. He's from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right, guys, so we're here. We're, at, we're on the back porch. We got uh, ice and snow under our feet, dry cushions, heaters, literally a paper boy that never grew up, still wearing the shit he wore in the 60s, but he's here. Yeah, but let me tell you something, baby. I am toasty tell me. like a motherfucker. Tell me. Uh, we're I hanging am happy out. like... No other. We got some blues going in the background. Got a little best of harp, actually. Best of best of harp 2020. Um, sitting here firing up cigars. First podcast. We've been gone for a week to let everyone know what's going on. The Viking. I was moving my house. House finally moved. Built. Done being built. We're here. We're rolling. And uh, we're going to open this podcast up. We'll talk about what we're smoking in a minute. But the Silver Fox, a.k.a. currently the Silver Sloth. Uh, he brought a very rare, I probably almost impossible to find bottle to the table that's been sitting. We've actually been talking about that bottle for two years, yeah, two, like maybe that. three years. Um, and I'll let him discuss it, but this is the Lock, Stock, and Barrel 18-year straight rye. So let's let's get that poured around. And, um, and Julian, why don't you give us the background to it? So, and everyone can share in as far as what they know, you know? So, so this is something uh, I've been holding on to for a little while. Actually, uh, the, the crazy Russian over here originally had me over to his house one of the first times I ever went over there. And he goes, hey, you want me to open this 18-year uh, rye? And I, I looked at him, I said, 18-year rye? There's a bear Who has an 18-year rye? And of course I want you to open it, because that sounds amazing. Because, uh, you know... Honestly, and like I think most of us thousand-year-old bottle of scotch. No, yeah. man, you should keep that closed. <laughs> Just keep it closed. Don't let me try it. Thank you. Jeez. But 
you don't see an 18-year rye that often. You don't see even a 12-year rye. You see five-year ryes most of the time. Ryes five are usually, eight, yeah. you, five to eight. You see them young. They're they're good young. Uh, but he opened it up and we drank it. I think we drank the whole bottle. I don't know. Maybe. Good chance we drank the whole bottle. Yeah. And I and I said, you know, that was good enough. If you could find another bottle, I would buy it because it's it's not a cheap bottle. It's a it's an investment bottle. Well, how much? We always talk about prices. Uh, on, uh, two to three hundred, depending on right. uh, where you get it. Well, that that's when it was available, though, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. And now, well, Haven't you'll get there. Haven't priced it yeah. lately. Haven't priced it lately. I've been holding on. I had a bottle. Why would I buy another? Um, it's a great bottle. I'll be completely honest. Uh, I've had better whiskeys, but I love this rye. I love the fact that it's an eighteen-year rye. I love the, I love the. The viscosity. The viscosity. Yeah. The, the viscosity. We're talking oh, about I like the viscosity. So is that like the roll around the taste bud, oh. bouncing yeah, back the mouth and forth? Feels, yeah. I mean, probably mouthfeel is a better word for it with whiskey rather than viscosity. Viscosity uh, is a... Uh, that's the term. We make fun of that term, but that's the term. That is the term. I, the viscosity I love is the viscosity The legs are so unique. Uh, of this particular rye, it's still smooth. It hasn't turned like you know a 27-year uh, aged uh, barrel or something. <laughs> it's still very tasty. Uh, I've been saving it for a long time, and as some of you know, uh, the, the silver sloth over here is moving to Colorado. So hopefully, you can go back to being I, the silver fox. I don't have a. But sad I've been holding on for about two and a half, three, two and no, and a half years, three and a half years. It's three been. I think we talked about it two and a half, two and a half, eight, nineteen. We, we talked about it two and a half, three years. Well, we met in eighteen, yeah. so and we had to talk about it in nineteen. So I have had yeah. it for about a year before yeah. that, um, maybe two years before that. Honestly, yeah. it's between four, three and a half, and four and a half years that right. I've had this uh, sitting around. Uh, when when I decided to make the move, I said, you know, one of these days I'm going to go back on Craft and Pearl. We're going to we're going to talk about it, and I want to crack that bottle open and uh, get a review with, with these uh, pretty uh, talented uh, gentlemen. Who well, do this on, that, on that beautiful You're really going off, <laughs> off cue right there. Let's, right? Uh, yeah. let's cheers this, and then this yeah. is actually a little bit of a cheat. So we were chilling at the bar earlier, and we did actually get into this. So we're going to be able to talk about this a little quicker. Um, but side note, we are outside. It is 28 degrees out here. This glass is already chilled. And you can right, see so the Viking's breath. The whiskey's going to be a little different, yes. Everybody's breath when they yeah. talk. Except for uh, the Silver Fox, because he's I, under the heater. Silver Sloth. Let's, I, silver I, I'm, I'm going with Sloth for now. <laughs> when I lose weight, I can go back. Oh, your breath. And your what's breath the proof right. on this? Uh, 106, I believe. 108. Well, I just don't get a 106 proof. Um, it's really... Uh, the taster, the tastes are really unique and um, really complex. I mean, I, I, when I first had it, I was like, I think there's some leather in there, which I, I it's hard to really describe leather, but. So in, inside, you know, one of the things I mentioned is that you don't see very many 100% rye whiskeys produced anymore. They usually have, you know, a, a mixed and, match. And not 18 years. Yeah, well, and that that's the other part of it. This this is 100% rye and spent 18 years in, a, in the barrel. That's pretty unusual. And so the guy, I, I had to look up his name because I wanted it, I couldn't earn it. The guy who, who, who brought this to market is Robert Cooper. And I said that he, he died at the age of 36. He, he got three more years on him than that. And, uh, you know, for such a young guy, he, he really accomplished a lot <coughs> in, in this industry. And this well, th well, think about that too at 39, right? Like when you talk to most distillers, and forget master, right? Because, you know, there, there's always that adage about Kentucky and Tennessee distillers. 
they will get one chance in their life to taste their 15 year old barrel you know because like by the time they get there and how old they are and working through the ranks and everything like that at 39 i think like the average age uh i think bourbon pursuit pushed something out about this like the average age of a distiller now is roughly like 41. so like he did it before he even hit the average mark of of a distiller of a creative mind behind look it's an 18 year old rye i don't think we've ever had we haven't had many 18 year old bourbons well and <laughs> let's no. be honest and, i mean we should, we've had there's one king of scotch i can't think of any 18 year old so, bourbons i've had well and, yeah, i and, can't either i can tell you the one scotch well, 18 year mccallum man it's the best scotch ever distilled and robert cooper really kind of revolutionized the, the cocktail game too i mean he he's the one behind saint germain elderflower liqueur and of course, there are other elder flower liqueurs on the market now, but but I don't think there were before that. And 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 it went from something that was that nobody had ever heard of to being so common that they were referring to it as bartender's ketchup, because every bartender was using that in their drink. It, and 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 it's still an an awesome ingredient. The elder flower liqueur that he produced is, is, I would still say, better than all the other ones I, I've tried on the market today. So. He really contributed something. He's not as celebrated because he wasn't. His name isn't as, as as well known. But but this, I was actually really excited. I knew I. You didn't tell me you're bringing this, but I knew you were bringing this. So well, I hope we can put this out there because I know this is going to be. And I won't do it right now on the podcast. But I'm going to go look this bottle up when we get done and we're hanging out. I'm curious what it's going for now because there's two sides you can look at this story, right? He's not well known, didn't get much respect for what he did, right? People don't realize. Maybe people don't know that bottle. Maybe you can still find this thing at, at 200 bucks when, in all honesty, if the, if the brand's not gonna continue, you're looking at limited quantity, you're looking at a 30 to 40% price hike per bottle is gone, you know? I mean, you know? But, True. well, I like it. I, I wanna say off the bat, that it's got a very buttery texture to it. It's it absolutely very, does. Like yeah. you know, like I'll be specific. Country I can croc taste on it the Texas back toast on <laughs> my tongue. It's got a buttery flavor yeah. on the back. And it then does. That, that milky rye, slide. And I'm just jumping oh. in on your bandwagon because I agree. And normally we're close, but I agree totally. It's almost like a cone effect. You get a lot of rye right up there, but then it dissipates, and then um, you get a really sweet aftertaste on it and uh, a little bit of heat, but I don't really notice, to be honest with you, the um, the proof. It just kind of smoothly runs down. Yeah. 109, that's a high proof. And you Well, know, that's what I'm saying. We just, but we've said the same thing about 124 proof. Oh, yeah. Um, it just seems to gradually flow down the old canal. Yeah, I like it, the butteriness on it. Um, Everyone's smoking. What's actually unique is we're all. Well, the only cigar I don't know is actually Mark the one you're smoking, Russ, and I don't. I've never had it. But body-wise, we are all smoking <laughs> medium to full. Some are a little fuller than what others. Is that like a Batwing Lancero or something? Um, <laughs> this is, this is actually is kind of a unicorn cigar. I, I I have one more of this, and I don't think I can replace it. I, I can't get any more. Uh, this is. Espinosa Cigars, which by itself is a small production boutique cigar brand, uh, but this one, what what they did is, this is their once a year release, 
they, 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 they somehow they, they managed to save a, a certain stock from each year, and then they released it as a as as a packaged box together, one from each year. Now, is this with Pravada? No, 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 no. Oh. Actually, I went to get the Pravada release, and the store happened to have this, and so it's it's a hundred dollar box, and you get five cigars, and. I've, I've I've now smoked two of them, and I love them. They, they, this is this this one is awesome. Uh, so I don't know how they did it before because now I've also tried. Oh, sorry, I guess I tried three. That the 2020 wasn't included in the box, even though the box was released in 2020. I'm gonna have to you have you so explain the, all this to so, me because so the, well, so the 2020 release, what they did is they had they had one that was in a in a Maduro wrapper, which I think this is what this what this Lancero is. And they also had a, a Habana wrapper. Um, Julian actually tried the the, the, the Maduro wrapper, so he could good. so he can talk about that one. I I'm really impressed with with and I, and I wish I wish I had. I'd, but are you a Lancero guy? Do you like Lanceros? I, I do. Yeah. I I, I I I it took me it actually took me most of a year hanging out with you guys to figure out how to smoke a Lancero because because the problem that I had was I'd, I'd, I'd smoke them too fast because I'm used to smoking, you know, Churchill's and, and you know, these Robustos that, that you guys have. Well, like we've all talked about, there's yeah. a time for every cigar. Like but with this Lancero's, you definitely don't want to be out on a windy day and, you but know, yeah, but it's fast paced. You want to really have a closed environment where you can really slow down and enjoy a Lancero. Yeah, uh, well, my problem is that, that I was taking them too slowly and and I'd end up with the tar build up on on, 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 on on the tip and 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 it would it would numb my mouth and I couldn't taste anything I couldn't even taste the whiskey after it now I'm you know I've I've, I've, I've kind of I've, I've learned from that so yeah well that's cool I got you give us some tasting notes mark stepped out for a minute I'm not sure I don't remember did he already say what he was smoking I, he did. Uh, I don't remember. Okay, well, as long as he's... Now, I'm doing the Olivia V series. I've had it on here before. We just uh, grabbed some things tonight, but I'm doing my favorite, the Olivia V series Maduro Especial. It's a 660, which sometimes, like we've always said on our podcast, we're not scripted whatsoever. Sometimes it's what's brought to the party, but with this particular one, this Maduro Especial is very bold, it's got a lot of big spicy caramel um really complex flavors in this maduro especial which are really bolding well with this because this rye has matured to a point where it's it's kind of sweet and um somehow both bold flavors kind of they work well they, they just kind of balance each other out it's not one overpowers or complements it, yeah. it, it's okay probably not the best combination but they do well so, and i noticed my friend to my right has got a liga is that a t52 this is the t52 and let me tell you something and before I, you even I, say uh i i got that from my friend murray and i'm really a, a liga fan as well i had one like two nights ago those are fucking fantastic i uh, go on so tell i talked about, about the lock stock and barrel bringing that it's a special it's a special bottle that i've had for four and a half years Three and a half, four and a half. I, I don't know. I could look up the receipt. But I, uh, late last year, purchased a Liga Bravada sampler pack, and I really loved it. And I had the other T52. And so when I knew I was bringing my lock, stock, and barrel here with the 18-year rye, 
I thought to myself, what would be the perfect pair of the cigars I've had? And this is it. This is absolutely ideal in my mind. Well, I can see the 52 against that. Like, as we go, it, without getting to the legal argument, I told you I'm a 52 guy, nine can suck it, don't care. I mean, I like the, a nine, but I love a T52. Yeah, but that, like, cedar spice that you get on a 52, that's more chocolate on a nine, against just the buttery texture of it, that's literally, in my mind, it, it's Nutella. This might that's be- That's Nutella. This is, like, this might be my favorite pairing <laughs> of a whiskey and I mean, that, 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 that right there is a sl that's like the, you know, the skinny monster on the drac against it, right? The, the very heavy, this always sounds weird when you say it, but the heavy, subtle spices, like, it's very blunt, but it's muted. Yeah, against the butteriness that so you create, you know, it's it's peppered butter toast, you know, or, or rye bread toasted with butter. It I mean, creates I didn't weird... think about that until you said it, but I mean, yeah, this is just this is it. Like out of the things I've had, this is the first time I thought to myself, that's the cigar that I own, that's the whiskey that I remember a little bit, and I knew it'd be good, but I don't remember it be. I didn't think it'd be this good. It's a it's a great pairing. So the T fifty two is already my favorite Liga Bravada. I agree with uh, you. Um, I love the number nine. I smoked one the other day, uh, Tuesday, loved it, thought it was great. Uh, no offense, it was better than the other cigar that I had. You would admit that. Sure, it was, sure. It's a great I, Actually, cigar. that's that's kind of the, the comment that I was going to make. So we were, we were at, um, at, at, at Hodge's birthday, we, we, we talked about um, the, 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 the kind of trend that, 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 that we've kind of had going towards boutique cigars, and in part, I... I, I I, I I definitely helped I definitely helped advance that trend um, because that was my way of, of expanding my, my, my own cigar knowledge but then but but then he talked about go, going back to, to, to some of the, the these major players that, that that have have earned a major part in the market oh you shouldn't even say earn they own well but you but, know like but, us okay. like what we're talking I'm, I'm sorry, but, go ahead Jeff. but when, when we when we when well, when when, when you handed when, what me was the, it, what was the one you gave me the it, it was it was it was the it was the Espinosa La Bamba with the, with the, the Espinosa La Bamba Madura was a great cigar. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the no, hell out of it. Twenty twenty, by the way. But what it reminded me is being in Tampa and having a hand rolled cigar in live handed to me. You know, like they do when they're there. Ah, uh, so it wasn't they're very aged. good. It was okay. It now a hand rolled cigar is never good. It doesn't stay lit. It's always moist. It did stay lit. It wasn't moist, but it had that sort of. How's it not moist? You have to moisten a wrapper to put it on a cigar. Like one they rolled the day before. Oh, sometimes well, you go not in there in front and they got them roll pre-rolled, but they've been rolled by that group, you know, right, or right, whatever right. that is. I'm just busting your ball. Well, <laughs> so, what I'm getting is, I enjoy that. I love going to Miami and Tampa and getting. Ebor's the fucking cigar. best, dude. Ebor City having a fucking hand-rolled cigar is fucking amazing. The experience alone makes it ten times better, yeah. and it's it the, reminded it's me. It's literally of that. the best cigar in your the life at the moment. At well, the moment, and, <laughs> later well, you're like it could be better. But the Espinosa, just let me let me finish this one. The Espinosa reminded <laughs> me of that experience, which I enjoyed. Afterwards, we had a number nine, Liga mm -hmm. Bravada number nine, and it just reminded it just brought back how good a, a well done cigar can be, like because you're comparing a direct. Well, and you're also talking about aged tobaccos aged, and and, yeah. and Lajero and special seed growth and shit like that, which, which makes things different. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. However, I would not give up either one of them. I thought they were both great. Right. But, you know, going back to where we were, we were talking about the, uh, yeah, so, the um, boutique cigars versus the nun. 
that was comparing that sort of boutique cigar, which gave me that Ebor City feel. And to me, that made that cigar Well, great. that's a hell of a compliment, man. Yeah, I mean, that no, really is. Yeah. I don't work for Espinosa, but that's a hell of a fucking compliment. But, but that's the what comp- I'm getting at. Compliment, was it compliment. the best cigar I've ever, ever had? No. But was it nostalgic of being in Ebor City and having a hand-rolled cigar and drinking and hanging out with my buddies while, you know, walking down the street? Yes. Yeah. And that made it a great fucking cigar. Well, that's like in that note, we can talk about sitting at the Green Parrot, smoking that, that Dominican hand-rolled barber pole that was just Candela bullshit. But at that moment, listening to music, drinking fucking liquid marijuanas, I think, <laughs> just being <laughs> silly with flip flops on and a t-shirt and your fucking yeah. tits hanging out, it was fun. That's fucking it, this, In that moment, that cigar probably sucks everywhere else. But when you think about that moment, hey, let's do that again. I'm like, well, we got to run down there to Island Cigar and grab that. Cigar. You know what I mean? Like, it, it brings that nostalgia. N- it's, nostalgia. It's like, the that's, same that's, thing that's where it is. The, it's the same idea behind listening to a song you grew up in high school with that might not be the best song but that fucking song comes out and what what does everybody fucking do they start fucking singing Dude, we still get down to the kids on all right by Austin, what's, what i'm talking still about still get down to that shit what song because was it's it fucking what for me what it's still rock and roll it? to me what that song that was really bringing it home for you oh dude i don't want to admit it because it's uh no 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 Alanis we Morissette. No. We were just listening to Cool and Gang the other day. We were like, God, they're so bad. To you the know problem. what? You know what I thought of when I when I said we're that? listening to and Samantha Fish right now. Shout out Samantha Fish. Be some Nirvana. I saw her Samantha in St. Louis. Fish. I love Samantha Fish. She's amazing. <laughs> um, but have you guys heard it? Y- y'all know it, and I'm gonna get made fun of. I'm gonna hate myself for saying this. Remember that song? Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Did you just cop a Nickelback? I just fucking said Nickelback. Because when I grew yes. up, that was on the radio all the fucking time. Look, you know why everyone hates Nickelback? Uh, because it, they secretly love him. They can't get him out I of I've never head. not liked Nickelback. Chad Kroger? Nickelback, baby. No, I lo- no, always liked Nickelback. No, after my Rob Zombie experience, name, no Chad Kroger. Me out. <laughs> you caught Rob Zombie Chad Kroger. You're fucking fine. You don't get to talk right now. Listen to me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Hey, listen to me taking your lips. Shut up. I've always because liked Nickelback. I like Nickelback. Dude, Nickelback can get it. But Buck Cherry is, stole from Nickelback. Was it my favorite song when I was in high school? No. Come get me. Is it nostalgic to hang out with my buddies when we're out listening to the radio? Because back then, we didn't have phones where you got to pick what music you had. You had fucking radio. So, I apologize for the for the swearing. Am I allowed to swear on this? Oh, hell yeah. No. So, you had fucking radio, and Nickelback was on all the time. So, when you're out having a kegger at... Oh, this the, is great. You know, the Frenchman just the came 90s. back, bro. Yes. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about Nickelback? Nickelback comes on, everybody starts singing it, and we love it. No, you grew up in Wisconsin, don't, you can't act all it. high and mighty. Hang on, hang on. You fucking love Nickelback to run Later, bro. the rest of us. <laughs> He's like, oh, if it's not Metallica, this is just what we did. No, actually, when Nickelback was popular, I listened to country. So, <laughs> actually, on, on, on Tuesday, like Garth Brooks country or like yeah. what are we talking? Yeah, I mean, who didn't like some Garth Brooks? Cash. You know, I've always been outlaw country. I mean, I can appreciate good traditional country, but I I just gravitated towards more outlawish type country. I mean, I'll be honest. Garth Brooks would have checked the same on. box we were talking about, which is nostalgic. We was talking about nostalgia. We're talking about midnight. <laughs> it reminds you of the 90s. Don't fucking lie. No, what reminds me of the 90s is uh, Nirvana. No, but that wasn't on the radio all the time. Nickelback was always on the fucking radio. Where the hell did you grow up? You 
In Iowa. You grew up in Wisconsin. Oh, oh, yeah, Iowa. Iowa, you're lucky you hit you found a, a station other than country. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Wisconsin's the same way. Don't don't act all. Well, you grew up in Iowa, so oh. you're a Slipknot fan. You're a Corey Taylor oh, fan. Oh, I fucking love Slipknot. Uh, yeah, dude. So the other, other is back the other in band here. They had, uh, no, they didn't Stone have. Sour. Stone, Stone Sour, Sour and Stone then Sour. now there's Corey motherfucking Taylor. See him. Oh, see him. <laughs> I listen to a shit ton. Bro, funny story. Kurt and I got drunk on his patio one night, tearing up CMFT. Corey motherfucking Taylor. Yep. Wrapping it out with two chains and what little little Biggs was in there or some shit. Yeah, I think so. It was best, it was awesome. Best concert of my life, 1997. Head PE, Static X, um, System of a Down, playing small venue in Des Moines, Iowa. Holy shit. And it was small venue, like the size of your fucking basement. Dude, you want to talk best concert of my life? Oh, Did you say 97 or 6? 97. That's right on. 98 Pipeline Cafe, Honolulu, Hawaii. Slipknot. Sl oh, sorry. Evanescence opened for Slipknot, finished by Corey Taylor doing acoustic. That'd be fucking amazing. 90 97 is the first year I saw Ozfest. Went to an Ozfest. That's weak shit. You need a fucking Ozfest, but, dude. Slipknot, YouTube, I Joshua Tree, Red Rocks. Come on. God, Red Rocks. Bro, I could sing at Red, Red Rocks and be your best concert ever. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, have, have you guys heard about Blues Traveler Red Rocks too? Oh. Uh, I can get down on that. I'm I've about seen it. Red Rock, I've seen Blues Traveler there two times. Did, did you guys hear uh, about what happened with Red Rocks? I just got to tell this story just because we're talking music. Just for a second. We'll get back to cigars and whiskey in a moment. But... Red Rocks has an award named after it, which is the, for the best outdoor concert in the world. It's the Red Rocks Award. Every year they award it. The reason it's called the Red Rocks Award is because for 20 years, no one could win it but Red Rocks. It was every year they gave it to the same place. So finally they said, you're disqualified from winning it, but we're now gonna name the award after Red Rocks. Because it is the quintessential outdoor well, that's what everyone Thank says. You. Everyone's like, dude, if you've seen, I've heard it from literally, like, Kurt, I think you've even said it. Everyone here, intimate moments, we're hanging, what I mean by that is we're all hanging out. It's fucking, it's always like that two o'clock witching hour. We're drunk as shit, listening to a song. Someone goes, man, you should see this at Red Rocks. Yeah. It's, all, or, it's what it always is. Well, They're like, dude, I've seen, I've seen this band, yeah, but, Hodge. Yeah. Blue well, there's Blues not Traveler. a lot of outdoor venues that even come close to No, comparing. because there's but, not outdoor venues that are naturally there. Right, but yeah. None of them sound as good. Well, and so, and so that, was the, that was the Well, thing. that's the natural no acoustics of Red Rocks. Now, I've no seen a couple concerts in Alpine Valley. See, don't even... Both see, of them were Grateful you know, Dead. Can I say something? Yeah. You know why that doesn't matter? Why? I have no idea what the fuck that is. Everyone knows Red Rocks. Well, yeah, but he should know where Alpine Valley is. It's up in northern... Mm -hmm. Is it north of Wisconsin? Is it with it Wisconsin yeah. Alpine Valley? Oh, Packers Stadium. Yeah, I'm with you too. Yeah, we're yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I mean, that's the oh, only thing yeah, sure. Oh, we got Valley. Right there. Oh yeah. yeah. So Cheesehead uh, Factory. So Don't want, you know? I want some cheese curd and I want to get arrested for buying some uh, <laughs> some Kerrygold. Well, you don't <laughs> want to get arrested for a DUI up there. A DWI? Hell no. What are you, what are you talking about? Most Wisconsinites have at least one DUI on their record. Multiple have what? two or more. Isn't that a you got one dollar fine and no. lose your license for I a year most. automatically? <laughs> most. I'm not the average Wisconsinite where you get 
usually when I would go out and party, I'd get drunk and I'd sleep in a field, in a truck. Because <laughs> that's what you did. Because I wasn't about to drive. Insert cow joke. Insert cow joke. <laughs> there was no I, cows on the farm. I wish I could make truck? fun of him, but I don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like fucking Wisconsin about cheese and fucking milk and shit? How yeah. no cows in the field? Like, I, I got really drunk was and was, no was on a field and Bullshit. killed a cow, climbed yeah. inside his belly, it was, it was lived another, to tell the dude, tale. Dude, I've left the Martini Bar Ranch trying to call Curtin. How do you get a cow out of the road? Wait, wait. Yeah, you go, I've got to tell my favorite Wisconsin story right now. Please do just you? give me Well, can we pour minutes. another wait, whiskey, guys? Wait, let's, yes, let's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to well, continue on with the, uh, the, the first concert thing. Oh, please, yeah. Ozfest. I'm trying to remember if it was 97 or 98. But... I'm looking at 98 because I went multiple years in a row. Uh, Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Foo Fighters, Pantera, oh, yeah. Soulfly, Slayer, Lacuna Coil, Fear One Factory. of these things does not belong. Fear <laughs> Factory. That Se- was the other band at Second the four stage, That was it. Cold Chamber, Life of Agony, Human Waste Pro- Love me some Project, Factory. Head P.E., Entombed, and Pitch Shifter. Head P.E., so- Pink Shifter. Stop. Stop. One second. What the fuck were Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters doing there? Yeah, exactly. Man in the Porta Potties? Okay, anyway, the, back to the, cigars the and whiskey. I, 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 I sat back so, and I, we were ta- I was talking to my so little brother about he shot Cobain his band over. Let's be honest. Pantera. And I was wrong. I had seen Pantera. I may not have remembered seeing Pantera, but. I wish I'd seen Pantera. I was there. So, <laughs> uh, that's, that's where I was trying to go with the, back to the cigar thing, because he's. He, he talked about that that nostalgia. Actually, he was my 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 guide from my first time ever in in Tampa, and we spent a week there together. I had never been to Ybor City. Well, Mark, so we continue, we, but we, let's let, let's start this segment. Let's do so, each. You did your nostalgia. Do your nostalgia on the cigar, and then Bourbon Cowboy, you go and he's done. So on so on on, on Tuesday. When, when we began with with the the, the Espinosa twenty twenty La Bamba, was that in that that no no twenty twenty wasn't included. So so Julian had I I, I just caught those on the, on that day. Oh nice. Happened to have, so he tried the the Maduro wrapper. I had the Habana wrapper. Um, I just if I would have chosen that he, one too. The he Ma- was nice enough to let me pick, and, and, and I said you know I'm gonna take the Maduro, but. So I would say that that this what I'm smoking now, I wouldn't compare to to, to, to that. I, this is actually, this is this is, it's hard to compare the, the experience, but but I have to I have to lend some credence to to what he said because because after that moving to the Liga Pravada, it was a much tighter role. It was it, it was it was it was a very different experience at the very least structurally in the cigar. And I wouldn't say the same thing about this one. And this one was released in 2016, and I'm smoking it five years after it came out. So it's also very, you know, it's it's there's a difference. So, and and yeah, okay, I will never forget my 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 one and only week in in Tampa in Ybor City, and 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 I will every time I, I ever go back to Tampa, I'm gonna think of Julian. That, that, Naked. That. Hey, <laughs> what happens in Ebor City stays in fucking Ebor City. That's not true. That is not true. Probably not. It's Probably. not true already because it's out. Yeah, because <laughs> you just told us you were in Ebor City. So yeah, I just meant what happened. All right, well, uh, guys. So what are we going into next? Um, I th- 
So we did the lock stock, um, 18 year rye. Let's do this real quick. That's a good rye. I like that a lot. Um, the fact that it's so rare makes it so much more fun. Um, it's the only buttery rye I think I've ever had. Yeah. It's definitely buttery and you hit it on the head. If you didn't catch it, I was going to catch it, but that's what I really got out of that. Can you think of another 100% rye that, that, that any of us have had recently? No. Yibikaya. That's 100% rye? Right? Isn't it? I don't think so. I thought I'd have to look into it. I, I have no idea then. That's no. bourbon rye. Yeah. That, was my, that was my throw. I have no idea. I mean, I, I think uh, like Whistlepig is known for rye, but I don't think even nah, they but are. No, they're not 100%. Right. At all. Because right. Big, Big Roll made it. What's... Temple no, no, no. Well, we'll check in. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. But this it's is another corn. one of those off-the-head things corn. you don't know. So I liked it. Buttery rye, you know, real, real good. Cowboy. Yeah, but it's nice. I've already said my piece on yeah. that. We're moving on, right? I mean, I'll be honest. I love it. It was an investment. It goes great with this fucking cigar. Absolutely would buy it any day. But, and I'm not trying to be a High West fanboy here, but I am. No, we all are. Fan. Don't worry about it. That but the bow rye Stands as my favorite fucking rye combination. <sighs> if I open that bottle of Yippee you might go fucking sideways. I've had the Yippee Do you like Borai better? Ooh, that's Borai. a head to head battle, bro. Yeah, that's but a you know head to head battle. They come out with a you know what? I've never had them both in the same. They don't anymore. It's gone. Oh, they're discontinuing it? Oh, that's for sure. Last year. The 19 oh. bottles are laying I mean, I'll be completely oh, honest. The original Borai. Borai did. Yippee is gone. The original Borai. May have been my favorite rye base. Well, that's a 17 bow rye. Yeah. Yeah. That bow rye that you just... So, full disclosure here, he was nice enough after we opened the lock, stock, and barrel, let me have a little bow rye to compare him because that was the one that I said I think I like better. Um, and he's right. I like the bow rye better. But at the same time, it doesn't have the story of me, for the first time, going to the crazy Russian's house sitting in his uh, amazing bar and him going, I'll open whatever you want. In fact, you want to try this rye, because I like rye. He knows I like rye. And he immediately pulled out this lock, stock, and barrel 18-year. And I'd never had anything more than a five-year rye. So this is the first thing I've ever had of a rye over five years. Okay, bow rye might be over five years. I don't know how old bow rye was when it first came out. Oh, I, I don't know the age on that. I don't know the age But 18-year rye. I mean, who fucking has an 18-year rye? But then and at some point, too, I don't even like to know the years. I mean, I would rather just taste it and then hear some of that shit later. Actually, well, so, I like to know the years because you can kind of like... It's like a placebo, though. I mean, you kind of already know it has a placebo effect. But well, that's okay. Like, what, well, what's wrong I mean, with the placebo the reverse, effect? Right. The reverse of the placebo because I don't like to know. I just like to taste it and then say, wow, that's really good. What is that? And then hear about Actually, it. But uh, go ahead. All right, well, hang on. Before we, before we dive me, into the next whiskey, I have to, we have to... Let me just finish for two seconds. Okay. Two seconds. Go nuts. So the Lock, Sock, and Barrel has that nostalgia of the first time I hung out with the crazy Russian, sitting there, him opening this great bottle. Now he's mad and, and crush, uh, crazy. The mad, crazy <laughs> Russian. Anyway, I'm the silver sloth so i don't care uh too lazy to care honestly that makes it amazing greatest thing i ever had no but it's totally worth it um if you can invest every once in a while i wouldn't drink this every day but for a special occasion hanging out with you gentlemen 
absolutely worth it. Well, and I thank you because I, I that that is a bottle I can guarantee. I don't think many of us next to the two of you that have had it. If, if, if it hadn't been brought, it, it wouldn't have been on the radar at all because I don't know, and that's what's really fun about it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy, you know anything about it? Never heard of it. Cool. Roger, you know all about it. You've had it, and now we're doing it again years, years later when the first time you guys had it? Probably five years after. See, that that's see, so it's, it's already different because the bottle's five more years older than the one you open, which is awesome. All right? And just hasn't been the occasion to open a bottle. Right. right, and since you're leaving on Monday because your household, best time. I'm not go. leaving on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? All right, but let's do this. Let's dive into this. How's everyone's cigar going, Frenchman? Let's start with you. You're on the Ave Maria Reconquista, AJ Fernandez Esteli grown cigar, uh, the pinnacle of the Ave Maria line. I will say that um, I'm surprised. Well, I did have to go move a vehicle, but. It's actually lasted me longer than most cigars that I smoke. To be honest, I'm still su- surprised. Because why? You're yeah. a fast smoker? Oh, I'm dude, that smoker. guy. Have you not watched him? Like, oh, my God. Just, like, I, listen, I've off with him like three yeah, times he now. he smokes. <laughs> we'll play 18 holes. We'll play 18 holes. I'll have two cigars. He'll have six and three cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, It'll be like, uh, Curtis is up. <laughs> Whoop, wait a minute. He's already hit. We're next, next guy up. Yeah, well, and on top of that, it's like when we go golfing, I don't put my cigar down to, go, to hit the ball. I just walk up. Well, you don't have a fire hazard hanging off go. your face. <laughs> and, and that's one of those. I, I, I'll putt with my, with my I cigar. Putt with it. I, I chip with it all night. I'll, I don't I'll drive with it. I'll putt chip, but I won't drive. Because my drive, I don't know where the fuck the ball is going. I got to try and find it. Invest in a cigar. I know. I've golfed with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russian, how's the cigar, man? And say what you're smoking to. Just so, so, wanna... uh, so again, this is, this is the... Espinosa La Bamba annual release. This one actually came out. The first one came out in 2013, so this is the 2016 release. So I'm now smoking it five years after it, presumably five years after after it made it to market. Um, and well, I, I I love this. I'm 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 not I'm not disappointed at all. I was afraid, based on that 2013 release, which I had a couple weeks ago. That it would that it would overpower the whiskey, and it didn't. It didn't actually, and and I and I and I think and, and that actually is is a, is an important statement all by itself. I think this paired well with that whiskey. That's um, awesome, and that's very, cool because it's the literally the one cigar that never smoked that's sitting here. So that's really cool to know. Uh, silver slothish <laughs> fox. <laughs> <laughs> silver fat ass. Silver, silver, you silver fat fuck. How's that fifty two, baby? Uh, fifty two inch I mean, waistline. What? It's a fucking. <laughs> it's a fucking T fifty two. I mean, do I need to say more than that? It's, no, you don't. And when you, you were gone, die. I've had a couple of those here in the last couple of weeks, and I, they're, they're an excellent cigar, man. Excellent cigar. Do we tore down like fucking twenty of those in Key West? <laughs> I mean, T fifty two is fucking amazing. Yes, it is literally to carry the one, carry the six, 43 right. times better than the nine. <laughs> I don't know that I'd go that far, <sighs> but I'll at least give it two. Two times <laughs> right. better than the nine. Aji, how is that ever faithful Oliva V, that beautiful ash, all that magnesium sitting there? It's so, that's a silver tip. It is just amazing. 
And if we haven't said it before, there was a story. This did come out annually. Yes, um, it did. And now it's out year-round, and uh, nice to hear. Now I don't have to go looking for it every year. But I have to say a quick note that I, w- w- when I met uh, Murray, uh, the Viking, I was pretty much a 660 guy. I would vary from time to time, but I, I've dipped down to the smaller, love them. Um, but it, oh, as a little drip hits right on top of my cigar. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed doing all the other cigars, but it is nice to get back to one of the, the beefy ones I like because it's nice to get back to that beefy cigar. One of the few I really, really love. Anyway, it never treats you wrong. And that's something when you guys are all out there trying cigars, you know, it's always nice to go back to Old Faithful. You know, you guys all have those cigars that you're Old Faithful. And uh, this is one of them for me. Anyway. Yeah, like, like the cowboy said, you always have to have a baseline, man. There's a baseline that you grow from. And you grow to your baseline. I, I use that term because a lot of times people think of a baseline as like a starting point. Yeah. No, man, you're, you're getting to your baseline. And you're we've had a lot of baselines there. over the last year. But I think this group has really enjoyed a lot of a lot of boutique cigars this year and to our credit from the drag to the black label Dude, a lot been of these a hell cigars of a fucking year from boutique cigars Dude, i mean so good. and i was even down we'll talk about that later yeah. but we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that let's but i'm just saying our where we're going and our taste and what we're liking uh, has been reflected with some of the reviews that are coming up. Not that we're all review bond uh, are, are bound by, but um, it, it's it's out there now. And so, anyway, let's move on. But yeah, so the Skinny Monster, man, I, I, I'm smoking a Drac. Doesn't matter if I'm smoking uh, Tiff, Chuck, Frank, Face, Wolf. The Skinny Monsters, they're some of Pete's best fucking inventions ever. I even have said this before, I think some of the Skinnies. Now, this is actually part of the Casadores selections. So they're not the Lanceros. They're a little almost Lanceros. They're a little thicker, a little shorter. These are amazing cigars. They're all a little spicy. Um, huh? You prefer the girth? Always, I do. You got to get that stretch in there. I prefer um, those over there. I we and yeah. him talked about it. I, I enjoy them a lot. It's been fantastic. Have, so, I, what, what do you I, got? I have to ask. I need to know how much better those are because I have the Lanceros and I love them. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought well, you I'll, I'll throw you a couple. I, oh, I thought you traded out you a couple. for them. I, got a I mean, I would love to try. Yeah. one of those. Yeah, pick one, take it, and then I smoke love them. The Lancero. If you tell me a Lancero you have left, take the Casadores and smoke them side by side. Done. Yeah, we'll do it. When I we thought we had this leave. conversation before you left the other day. We did, and I, I thought you switched chance. out your boxes. I didn't switch out okay. my box. I because I do love the Lancero, and so I came. I drove out that day originally because I was like, I'm going to get this, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm no longer on quarantine. My wife is letting me go out. Like she realized that my folks are gone. Like I Beep. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I was allowed to like go out. So I'm like, you guys want to join? And, and I was blessed enough that you guys came out to smoke with me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was moving my house, dicks. So I just had to throw that in there. I apologize. What What happened is Mark didn't come. Everybody else did. And but, it was you lit. Know, I mean, because he's an asshole. Lit. I saw the It's bag. like you haven't been to lit. Haven't. Fuck. Whoa. Oh, that's weird. Oh, the well, Viking, Viking works right, there so now. Two, well, two people in my group now. Didn't, didn't hang out, but. I will kick you in your face from where I'm sitting. 
<laughs> I deserve love. it to actually love. Love. I totally do. He cannot actually kick you for where he said. No, 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 I don't can't. really know. If you move no, that board. Not. You I can maybe get a kneecap. Nope, missed it. Alright, so we're what anyway, the hell okay. are we drinking? So That's Mad Russian, I would like you to open this up if you wouldn't mind. Well, we're getting ready to cheers. Let's cheers this. And then Russian, if you will discuss. So we've actually touched on this. It's old elk. Okay, we have played with a, quite a few old elks over the past couple of weeks, actually, which is a little weird. But uh, didn't we let's have cheers the old this. elk? Um, we ride? had the old elk ride during the national which championship. I game. thought I liked, but he brought the. Uh, it's a barrel pick. Yes. Yeah, please. So this is the the barrel pick that was chosen, purchased by the St. Louis Bourbon Society, and so they 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 bought a bottle. This is a weeded bourbon. Which yes, it is. Which means that. Because, because it's sweet. I, I don't I don't know what the specific mash bill is, but we know that it's at least fifty one percent corn, and the the other grain, the other dominant grain is is, is wheat. But so, if it's weeded, how do we know the mash is fifty one percent corn? Because it can't be a bourbon otherwise. Even and, if it's wheat. Well, well it has to be fifty one. Well, you have Weller, well, and then you can pick your percentage. Well, but, bourbon. Yeah, but they're calling. Yeah, but, but in order to call it bourbon, they have to. They have to have fifty one percent at least. So, just like when when you know our uh, uh, the Wilderness Trail, the six year Wilderness Trail, that's a weeded bourbon, and it it's still 50, at least fifty one percent corn, and the secondary part of the mash bill is wheat. So that's that's the, you know similar composition in this case, and in this one, I don't know I don't know wh 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 whether you can buy it anymore. Uh, I just I, I I wasn't even aware of this one. Uh, somebody you know stopped by my house. He said I liked it so much that that I I bought the last two cases, and I, I wanted you to try it. So he we, we we tasted it in my front near my front door. And he left me with that bottle. That's 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 why I have it. Well, well, that's I'll, amazing. I'm uh, jump you, on this. Will you point that bottle up here? I want to get a, a picture of it for the Patreon because me guys. and the Russian had a chance. Was it? Is it Wildwood Social House? Is that where we went? Dogwood Social. Dogwood okay, Social. Dogwood Social House. And I don't know why I had the Wildwood always stuck in my head, but the Dogwood. And we actually, me and you, sat down and tried both of them. And I preferred, and I thought I was going to like the weeded better because I'm a weeded guy, but. I liked the uh, rye better, but then when he pulled this out of his uh, cat in the hat, the Felix bag of tricks, I was like, <laughs> and, he, and I was like, oh, we haven't haven't we tried that? And he's like, well, this is a barrel pick from the society, and now I remember as well down at Lit, we tried the buffalo pick from the Bourbon, Bourbon society, society, yeah, that and they, they did an and, and, excellent and buffalo trace. cooperation with Lit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I definitely, this one is hands above the one we had at the Dogwood gig. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so apart from, from taking a sample between between three, three of us the day that that showed up at my house, this is my first time trying it. And so I thought that it was it'd be really appropriate to bring it to you guys. Well, I would say also Old Elk has come a long way. Because I have a bottle that oh. I've had for two years ago, and they've come a long way. Old Elk is is what I I think you can compare them to that weird. I'm not gonna call it weird. That that true organic, passionate growth of like New Riff, Wilderness Trail, Barrel, and then there's Old Elk. 
right? Because I remember when, I, actually, I can remember the day Old Elk dropped was the day the refurbishing and the rebranding of Old Duke dropped. John oh. Wayne's Bourbon, when that bottle came out. They were released together in Missouri. It was done by Southern Glaciers, um, which actually is the largest distribution brand in the United States, Southern Glaciers. Uh, they, they were the first ones to get it and put it out. They came the same day. They were available the same day. And Old Elk, we, we had it. We had all, I think we all actually had it sitting down together. And we were like, ah, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. But, I mean, next to the bottle looking cool and the, the half uh, elk shade on top, I mean, um, it, it's cool. <laughs> but now... Well, listen, the like, Bourbon Cowboy, and find a bottle that looks as beautiful as the old elk, the Bourbon Cowboy wouldn't want to have that on his backdrop. I mean, I've always loved old elk. Well, that's also the same I'd joke. I'd go as far as to make a handmade cork of a real elk, elk shed, end an elk shed off of there, right, the knob, like and spike, have a real a cork made. I'd go that far. But I wasn't willing to do it with what I'd been tasting two years ago. But man, uh, the way they're coming along, I'm ready to fucking have an elf. Uh, yeah, but I said elf knob. You but said elf, elf yeah. knob made because I, I love knob. the look yeah. of the bottle. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes, he does. Why? As long as no. her leg. Were you saying uh, look like? So elf? like, but no, drinking no, 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 this no, no, right you, now. You just said you want an elf knob. This barrel elf. pig, right? So this is higher proof. <laughs> yes. Do you know the proof on this? Because this is yes. not. This is even. This is either on par or right as. Uh, so actually, this is one fourteen. One, yeah, it's way above. I think old elk, like you know, I don't know the term for this, but regular production, just old elk on the shelf. The twenty-seven dollar bottle is uh, eighty, eighty-four, maybe. You know, uh, but this, like against the ride, the, the ride that we had a couple of weeks ago during the championship game, this has some of that rye spice, but it doesn't have the sweetness the rye had. Um, I Again, like it. sitting here drinking this, snow-covered trees, ice under our feet, sitting here as warm as you could possibly be in 30 Chance weather of getting outside. this I'm, through the Bourbon Society now is probably all gone. I got well, nothing on a, but a flannel. I'm totally warm out you look. Well, so, so and, and, well, and, and actually, in this case, it's not even a flannel. I'm one, one of cozy things as a meat. damn <laughs> woodworm yeah. here. So one of the things I good. think is worth is... For him. Good. <laughs> Army guys, I tell so, you. So the one thing I have to say about this is... And and um, it's it's good. If you're hot, you can actually but take that. Is anyone off else getting like just a little bit of clove? Yes, yes. Just like some clove in here, like the, or specifically clove. Okay, if you've never had a clove, if, if you've ever what is a clove? Explain anything. a clove. Think of Christmas ham. Jar on black. You know those little like those little oh, like spikes wow. that are in the Christmas ham. You know what I'm talking about? Those little, uh, those little, uh, well, first they got the clove cigarette, which, you know, in the 90s, you know, that's all we had. And, uh, or you could think of ham, you know, FDA think of ham shut that shit down from real the 60s, quick. <laughs> and they got all those little, like, uh, spikes. In well, them, since the he's little, the only one that knows about ham in the, the 60s. that's off the feather that's been pulled? No, a clove, it's, it's, it's a spice. But wait a minute, a feather spice. wouldn't work so because like, it's a fucking... Yeah, I, I remember the clove cigarettes or the beaties. So how did you? Yeah, like I grew up with clove cigarettes. Everybody yeah, had them. But because yeah, they smelled good, they smelled like incense. I don't so believe I've like ever had a clove cigarette. Yeah. They would oh, actually dude, kill FDA. you. But you yeah. know, hey, yeah. you guys, shut up. The FDA in like 2012 put the hammer down on clove cigarettes. I mean, they would. I mean, I would smoke clove when I was in like 16. 
Which, That's cool. I was smoking cigars at 16. But, but, but so you're you guys, a I mean, I smoked a lot of stuff at 16. Let's not talk about that. ECP, man. Look at my hair. I don't even understand you guys smoking cigars at concerts. I mean, I never smoked a cigar at a concert. Most of you guys probably started with like those Swisher Sweets. No, he did. Well, but I really blunt. Okay, You've well, never so, had both, okay. <laughs> like in food, like ham, like, like any, like Indian like food. parsley. I mean, I don't know. No, it, it, it looks like a. I don't, <laughs> what the I, fuck is a? I clove? give up on you. I'm done. I'm done. Like, like, it's like, like, it's, like it's, basil. No, it's, it's, it's allspice. No, but he's in, right. It's a pretty uh, versatile ingredient. It's first, fucking at everything. So the first time that I tried it, never like, heard of like, clove. I, I actually started thinking about cloves. Not my spice. Like, like, like. like Ginger, because I mean because that is the whitest thing you've ever said in your life. Okay, so hey, one at a time, boy. <laughs> Whoa, I don't hey, even know how hey, to take that. One at a time, guys. I'm just saying. Stop. One at a time. Clove spices. Yeah, yeah. Spice. whole clove. You could buy clove. Hey, like so that you're doing that thing with your phone where you're opening multiple. Yeah, no, no, no. That's bay leaf. You're thinking bay leaf. Okay, I don't know. Mm. Clove. Don't know. But side note, if you ever want to create smoky flavor in the oven, use bay leaf. Bay leaf is amazing. It creates a smoky no, no, flavor. That's not what he's talking about. But clove. Duh. Clove is awesome, and the only thing I can think of, I'm sure you've had clove, and you've had it Dude, on your clove Sunday Clove was cool because you so had Have you ever had a cigarettes. ham where it's got the crosshatch, <laughs> it's got those little, yeah. like, little spikes of uh, herbs Oh, I got some inside. Little spices yeah, yeah. in there. That's, that's how I got my start in this. Does it, and like, look like a rosemary? But you can... No. no because you Frankenstein some okay. fucking cocktail. Well, let's not waste too much time Yeah, the with lightning this, came I, in I, and I struck the clove, and here's my margarita. myself up to a fucking <laughs> clove. I, I don't know about but a clove. But you can use some, like, just, just like ginger, which, which, which you, I'm sure you've had in Chinese food, it can be oh, used wait, wait, as a savory ingredient. You've but also, seen this before. But also, it can be used as a sweet ingredient. You can have clove cookies, and they're fucking awesome. Hmm. I had clove cheesecake. I know you've seen a ham. You see the ham? Yeah. With those little spikes coming out of it? Yeah. yeah. Those spikes are close. Close. That looks like a pineapple to me. That's, that's, that's a, a ham, ham, dude. I understand it's a ham, but I'm saying it kind of looks like a pineapple with the... Are Here those, we go. Here, here's another picture. Those little spikes that come out of it? Yeah. I'm sure you've had a ham with the little spikes coming oh, out yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Everyone a fucking has. clove. If you buy, if you buy, a, a, if you buy a pre-seasoned ham from it's Honey Baked Ham Company, oh, yeah. there's clove sticking Honey out of it. Honey clove. That's the flavor. Yeah. Right, anyway, we'll, we'll be looking right. into the clothes. Well, so well, let's, the rest let's of us talk. don't need to look into it. You need but, to fucking look into it. <laughs> it pairs well with cherries. Isn't that it's just fuck, what I dude. said? You feel uncomfortable because <laughs> I don't said know. We'll about be a looking clove. into it, and the rest of us fucking know what we're talking about. Mark doesn't know about a clove. <laughs> Mark knows about a fucking clove, dude. Okay, you, I'm hey, the only guy that doesn't know about you remember, a clove. Do you remember, Fine, do you whatever. Cowboy, cowboy. You remember about guys, three Halloweens ago? Have when a I good time on the, the cowboy. Doesn't eyes. know what a fucking clove is. Whatever. I bet it. I bet he tells damn. his wife this later. And J9 is like, I guarantee you, when I'm with my wife later, we will not be talking about a clove. Well, I mean later, like days later later tonight probably not i guarantee you won't be talking about it if you do you, that's that's awkward but it's awkward that we'd be talking <laughs> about a clove honestly but whatever go ahead clove we talk are, about uh, more pertinent issues has clove made it into lotion <laughs> <laughs> it's called oh lotion my God. <laughs> wow all right yeah let's shut up fucking subject all right guys <laughs> Here we go. We actually got some fun things to talk about for craft beer. Some things we're going to be doing, okay? Um, we are getting very dangerously close to the giveaway from Craft Impuro with the five case alligator leather humidor, Boveda insert, cutter, lighter, Kyle Gellis from Warp Pen, 
uh, crown heads, pop socket, and two cigars from each of the hosts of the show. We're getting there. Also, we are going to start doing, if you guys are following the Patreon already, you've been getting about, I think I've done nine 30-second clips on the Patreon app. Everyone's seeing the inside of the podcast, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, we're also doing, we're going to start doing one live show per month, and we're going to do one show on Zoom where we are going to give the Patreon members the login codes to the Zoom, and they are going to podcast with us. Uh, we'll open up the chat room. Everyone will be muted until we come for questions, and then you know we'll do hands up and unmute someone they can ask, and we'll dive in and do all that fun. So that's going to be pretty sweet for the podcast, man. So a year ago, you were uh, talking to the podcast and inviting people to show up in person. Mm-hmm. Is that going to come back? Dude, that's always there. So it was. it's been difficult since a year ago because you look at the time that we're in. Um, COVID happened, right? So we couldn't update the live calendar anymore. We couldn't tell anyone where we were going to be or what we were doing because COVID came in hot and you couldn't go see anybody anywhere, you know? Um, So... Because I I, I just... Well, okay, so I I just didn't want to... I, I could have said this offline better, but I, like you know, you know when when I when I you don't when say I, things offline. Go ahead. Well, say what, it. yeah, but when I when I shared the podcast with with the Pravada Cigar Club on Facebook, I some somebody asked about you know what happens if I happen to be in St. Louis. Fuck yeah! Well, come on. So that's link them over to the site. Um, Follow the follow the Instagram. Listen to the podcast because I do my best. Do you to keep post a calendar up on where we're going to be. On, on, so on the on our website, there's an interactive calendar. I update it every month when I know we're going somewhere. But what's what the reason that's been so hard is COVID. You know, when we started the first three months of the podcast, dude, you knew when we were at Montres, Lit, Stanley's. It was all on there. We actually had people show up and say, "Hey, during COVID, the, there were three or four times we had the go ahead to go to a lounge and hang out." And you had to make a reservation. Well, yeah. So it wasn't even if we had a reservation to be there, we couldn't be like, "Hey, guys, come join us." Because not that I think twenty or thirty people are going to come hang out, but if they did, you couldn't be there. You know, you, you couldn't be there. You couldn't do it. It just wouldn't work out. Oh shit! But we're getting back to that, and we are back in that, which is awesome. So. Um, we are going to do our first Zoom one probably next Thursday at Lit. Um, or, and then if anyone local to St. Louis, come to Lit about 5.30. Enjoy the podcast. Hang out with us. The Zoom codes will go out the night before with the start time. The Zoom will be up 20 minutes before the podcast starts so everyone can get in, get settled, do their dance, um, which, is stu- which is awesome. Stupid awesome. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be fun. Uh, we got some guys going to the restroom. So what we'll do, guys, we'll take a quick break. Uh, I'll hit you with our ads that we have to send. A big shout-out to our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge. Um, you know, they've been the OG sponsor since forever. I'm going to say this again. It's probably the best place in, easily inside the top five of places to be in the metro st louis area to enjoy a cigar you want to talk bourbon you want to talk an ever-growing whiskey collection an ever-growing cigar collection where every week there's something new big drop lit cigar lounge today got in the ep carrillo number one cigar of the year it's one of ep carrillo number one cigar of the year twice in three years 
on tap, ready to go, by the box, hands down, lounge out of control. They're one of three LCAs for the state of Missouri. As well. Boom. All the good shit's coming. All right, guys. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hear this from Wildwood Pub, and we will see you guys real fucking shortly. Cheers. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. All right, guys, we are back. So we're finishing up these cigars. We're going to fire into something else here soon in a minute. Uh, but we're going to do... I actually want to pass this over to the Bourbon Cowboy because I am a new Elijah Craig fan, probably like within a year. Um, so I don't really know much about, and maybe uh, the Mad Russian and the Cowboy can go back to back on this. But we are going to pour a Elijah Craig small batch. This is a single berry, sing, single berry, single barrel selection um, from uh, Cask in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Now the funny part about this is on the back they have a. Uh, South Park character and they call this the chin diaper. It's making fun of the people that pull their masks down under their chins. The chin diaper. Um, so I'm going to pour this, but Cowboy, if you would, would you talk about maybe uh, um, so it's Rickhouse 546 um, 94 proof. Um, yeah, so let's pour this and why don't you talk a little bit about well, uh, you uh, talked about everything on the bottom. <laughs> I think it's so funny though. That they well, call I did Craig though. Like, I mean, like from the start of, uh, of coronavirus, I was calling the the, the the masks the face diaper, and my kids were laughing about it. But I was like, well, wait a minute. What we're trying to do is contain what comes out of your face. Right. How do you hold a shit when you can't control yourself? A diaper. Ooh. So. So the the cool thing about all these bourbons, and we've said it before. Well, shout out to Zach. We all know Zach. Zach, yeah, our man. That's what Zach. Zach oh, thanks, Zach. Cheers, buddy. Woo. Fresh pour. Bottle open, first time. It's a little bit. Someone's have to drive. Now I'm coming down to my last two inches of this and it's fucking spot on beautiful. Now the Elijah Craig, like we've talked about all bourbons, it's just not juicy fruit anymore. You know how you had juicy fruit, spearmint, all these gums. Now you've got gums with cinnamon, juicy fruit this, juicy fruit that. Uh, maybe there's even a, 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 a fucking barrel proof juicy fruit anymore. I don't know. but. Like we've always talked about, some of the things that you can look forward to is some of these bourbons that you really freaking like have hand picks um, where they really get in deep into the rickhouse and they find the sweet, uh, sweet spot 
and um, have these bottles. And that's one of the things we're enjoying tonight. Am I correct? Yes. Right. So this one was picked by the uh, Bourbon Society. No, no, no. Through this is this is the Elijah Craig that was picked from. Oh, I'm sorry. Because yeah, there were. Yeah. This is a, a pick out of Cape Girardeau. Okay, a barrel pick out of Cape Girardeau. Okay, but along the same lines as what we're talking about is these barrel picks, whether it's through the Bourbon Society or through a barrel pick that somebody has done. So anyway, a lot of times you don't find the unicorns anymore or something really unique to talk about, and, and but it's what we're doing right now. But that's what's kind of cool about barrel picks, right? They become the secondary unicorn. When you can't find the bottle everyone wants, but you lock down this barrel pick from one place and suddenly it's, holy shit, that's better than any face bottle you've ever had before. Just like when we did it down with uh, Yellowstone down at um, Lit. Yeah. Well, and I I think on the Pravada episode also, we reinforced the value of, of, of a barrel pick where well we did the old foresters right. yeah so so it's 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 worth spending the the i think it's i think we're talking more like 50 percent increase on, on 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 the retail price easily but yeah you get something special for that and it's worth the, the cost yeah i agree i agree which it normally is what i mean 10 more dollars uh um I mean, I don't know, maybe $10, $15 more a barrel pick or something like that. Sometimes if it's an exclusive barrel pick, it could be as much as 50 to 60% more, but usually it's not that much more to get a barrel pick. Now, I'm still on my last inch. I'm sorry inch and a half of this uh, Maduro Special. How's everybody same, else? I'm in the same place on the everybody table, oh, too. Everybody else is? I'm not willing to let this guy go. It's, it's tasty enough, but I'm not really, really... I used to smoke him down to a pinch. Everybody used to give me a lot of trouble. Actually, it's like, how'd you, you, you know, work right. your cigar down to a pinch? And I'm like, I mean, man, some yeah, of the best it's, shit. It's, let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Yeah. I got a T-52. I guarantee I got a package. But I'm looking at twenty dollars somehow. You got six inches. Like, why am I? Well, that's a ten, ten to twelve dollar cigar. The T fifty two. Depending on where you bought it. Well, I'm, I'm probably overpaid. But okay, but anyway. I'd say it's fifteen. So we're no, we no, still. I don't. I still don't think it's a twelve dollar cigar. I think it's no. more. No, it's this not. This is a twenty dollar cigar. What? No, not for a T fifty two. No. Even 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 the pirates sell that for more than fifteen. Okay, so what's the price to point? 20. Okay, let's say at $15. So we still got another six, seven bucks to go here. But you look at that, and it's worth going down to the pinch. Hell yeah. And hell sometimes, yeah, I've had some cigars. The T-52 is not one of them. But I've had some cigars. You get down to this inch and a half, because I'm exactly at the same point you were. And this can be the best part. Now, my favorite part of this was the second third. We're into the meat and potatoes right now. Yeah. It's... So it's a great cigar. I'm not wasting this cigar to be so, no. I have a question for you. I, I have never seen anybody on this podcast show up with a cigar pick. You know, it's a... It, it, because it, I don't need a roach clip for my joint, it, dude. Well, so it's so either there's a clip or, there, or there's like a, you know, a cocktail pick. And people are skewering the cigar and they're just smoking from it. And and and, and actually... No, if it's not a joint, I'm not... So, so but, but my question is... Cheers. My, my question is, I don't know. I didn't smoke this. You, you guys 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm specifically kind of pointing to the, to the tube to my left. Um, well, I mean, you literally have a rope. The yes. rest of us have a yes. little bit more cigars. So, so my, 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 my thought of it was, like, okay. I'm not so, doing a so, stick. So, 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 so the, 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 what, what we talked about with, 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 with the whiskey, this wasn't this wasn't Julian's attempt to 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 join the commodities market, so he didn't buy this this rare rye so so that he could resell it and, and make money on it and he and he definitely could. He invested in in in, in the camaraderie experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so so when I when I see the people who, who use the cocktail pick and and they're skewering the cigar and they want the last millimeter of it I start thinking this is somebody who who doesn't want to let go of that experience they love it so much not not maybe not just the cigar but but the experience that of, of the moment and that's why I wonder I, I it's a serious question well is, here is I'll, I'll worth, answer is it worth buying the, the no here's my part of it and then you guys can chime in listen I, if I'm smoking a great cigar, everything's going good. When that thing is getting, when that ash and that cigar is getting down to where it's warming up my thumb, it's about done. And, and the other thing is, usually we're excited to get on to the next cigar. Because usually when we're all together, we're going to do two or three cigars. Yep. So I think if we've ridden this thing down to where your thumb's getting hot, we've played that cigar to the hilt. We don't need a goddamn pick or a pinch or whatever to finish another. It can't be another five minutes. So I, I just felt like that's it. I, I've enjoyed that yep. to its utmost, and I'm happy with it. And let's move on to the next cigar. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I agree. I, there's, so there's, there's accessories for everybody, right? Um, but I, I, now there are certain individuals, and I, I'm not one of them. I don't think any of us here are that can literally smoke a cigar down to the very last half inch and things like that. If you're smoking a cigar so fast that it starts burning your fingers, you're smoking too fast. Okay. Now, some people are accessory individuals. They like to have the cigar pick to hold it and not actually put the cigar on their fingers and yeah, hand smell like tobacco. Like you're but fast. You're, you're, there's nothing left of it, but you'd want to savor the experience. You don't want to let it go. No, because that's, that's almost like, and the one time I'll ever compare a cigar to a cigarette or an empty pipe bowl to that burnt tobacco portion. Now, all of us have smoked a cigarette at some point in our lives, right? Yes. Has, okay. Yeah. You've had a cigarette. No, no. You've had a cigarette. You've had a, a you smoked cigarettes. Twenty-six. Okay. Cool. Okay. So you've been. Dr I have. You've been drunk, or you've done something where you've smoked the bottom line of the filter. Yeah. Right, and it just tastes like dirty tobacco. It's raw. When you get down to the now tip of a cigar, well, sure. I don't know, but when you get down to the tip of a cigar. At that point, you have to think. You've moistened it. It's 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 been wet. It's, it's dried. Played. It's done this. It's yeah. It's played. It's, it's played out. Every all that tastes like right now is hot, burning tobacco. But now, would you Flavor's agree gone. too gone. that there are these nice accessories, these glamorous little accessories? And I and I would say, I'm not saying the guys don't do it, but I see a lot of girls online, especially through a lot of videos I or 
shots I've seen on Instagram. They've got these really little in- interesting things which they have. Um, but listen, I, I just personally think we've beat this to a dead horse. If you if you can hold that thing and get everything you can get out of it, it's time to move on. I mean, right here, I think here's the bottom line: a dead horse. That I think we'll all agree with. And join, I'm getting to your point. I think, and you go when I'm done. You smoke that cigar until you're happy, and until it's like chewing bubble gum, right? When do you spit gum out? The flavors. When gone. all the flavors gone. When that cigar is dead, that's when you're done. Well. I was gonna get to. I often don't feel a burn on my fingers. Like right now, I'm, I'm below. I'm about one inch. And right now, every time I take a puff, feels natural. It burns my lip a little bit. Well, that that could be now that that could be the heat coming through the tobacco. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Or it could be because the direction of the wind is blowing directly towards your face. And it could be the size too, because my 660 is going to hold up a little differently. And you guys a, it have the exact length left on your yeah. cigar. So. Right. So what I'm getting at is right now. Yeah, but his is not a 660. And mine wasn't a 660. What was yeah. it, a uh, 52? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. What, what, I'm, what I'm leaning to is like you guys have the same length left to we your 60 factor left. against right the 52. Now, yeah. my fingers are fine. But every time I take a puff, my bottom lip is getting a little warm. Well, that so you're getting to the point where the, the tobacco's now only burning the flavor's gone things are gone and you're just smoking burnt tobacco at this it's, point it's this is the end well it's like if you've ever smoked a pipe when you're bowl back of that uh, thing just is it all right yeah we're good cool so when you when you when you if you're if you're smoking a pipe like a tobacco pipe or and you can even say that if you ever smoked weed out of a pipe right when you get to that last little bit of 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 grass tobacco whatever's in the pipe yeah it just tastes burnt yeah. You're, you're done. You're, you're at the bottom. It's over. You know? And, and that's my moment. Yeah. For me, yeah. That's, that's like like mine, this monster. We're getting to the point. I'm, I'm probably, I don't know, two or three more draws, and the spice is starting to turn into burn. Right? The, 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 the chocolatey sort of that, and again, when I say chocolate, I'm talking like cooking chocolates, like yeah. 90% cocoa. That with that real earthy, you know. I mean, cacao. Pacal, yes, sorry, cocaine. Um, you know, when all of that's coming together, uh, that that's what's it's fading. Now it's just turning into heat. Yeah. Now, when I take the first draw out of, this, uh, out of this cigar and it's just hot, cigar's done. I'm done. Well, that's what I doesn't matter that's anymore. Why I just it's over. It out. And so, from the beginning of this conversation, just now, what was that? Three minutes ago, we were mm-hmm. an inch and a half, and I was enjoying it. I've now put it out. That was the moment. He's still, Hodge is still going. He's got the 660, a little bit thicker. Rush, and I like how you're like a broke-ass James Bond and pulls out this fucking cranberry torch out of your pocket. I'm going to light this fucking cigar. Well, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to toast sure. your bread. See, when I, when I think about these things, that, like, I, 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 th- I think about some of, some of the late nights I've had. Like, when I think about it on, those term, on these terms, when I, when I, when I buy whiskey and I and I certainly collect it but I think of it as an investment not an in, in, in investment in the, like everybody today is talking about this the the, the GameStop because their stock rose like seventeen thousand points or something. But but I'm not I'm not talking about about this as 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 like an entry into the commodities market. Every time I buy whiskey that we're not drinking right away, that I'm saving for for a later date, I'm investing in 
a future memory because because at some point we'll drink it together and and that's that's what I'm investing in and so I can think of I can think of times with 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 with, with, with each of you when you guys were somebody had to go for the night and and and, and, I, and I and I want to grab onto your ankles and and, and 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 try to keep you from leaving because because it was such a good night and I don't want it to end and that's what I think about with with like the end of, of, of an awesome cigar yeah. Well, it comes back to the nostalgic factor, right? Like, like the the silver sloth brought that up. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna stick. You know, it, it will like, until I you get skinny it. again. Uh, you know, the it's still the silver up. sloth. You've, yeah. You met a sloth? They're fucking amazing. No, I've never met a sloth. Sorry. Have you ever gone to a zoo and seen this? Yeah, but we haven't met. We haven't like shook hands, and he was like, "I've I've totally like reached on to this when I had a small child." See, I've like put my hand out, and it took this whole twenty minutes. Have you ever met a sloth? Me? Yes. I've met one. Guess what? The next girl. Oh, hold on! Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. (laughs) And now you can say. Nah, that's a sloth. Well, yeah, it's like, hey man, how you doing? He goes. Alright. Dude, yeah. sloths make turtles look fast. I'm not slow. I'm just okay. Sloths make turtles look fast. Right. You know what, right. what I'm saying? But I kind of love the sloth. Yeah, they're sad. Yeah, I'm sure. I... Even a snapping turtle thinks, 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 damn, you're that stupid bite. <laughs> Alright, fine. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm the silver exactly. capybara, you know? Like, take a finger. I'm not super slow, but. I just when you say I'm not super slow, but you're super slow. We have five analyzing tonight. It's not like it's. Yeah. it's we have, it's, we have a five on core on a analytical so party tonight. But even even Mark here just called me Julian, which is my name. Totally. <laughs> we almost forgot. But the truth is, the nicknames don't stick. I'm not a soda fox because I'm not a. You know. I don't well, you know. got mad at me because I think I called uh, you. I think I called you Andy Cohen's. <laughs> If you're Andy Cohen's twin? I don't see it. <laughs> Andy Cohen. Are you kidding me? Andy Cohen? Okay Andy that. Cohen. He's a hot gay dude. I'll say it right now. I mean, dude, if you're comparing me to a hot gay dude, I'm, I'm in. Right? I'm That's in. what I'm, I'm saying. Sex with my wife. I, had, I had a conversation today. Some dude <laughs> told me, I was like, hey, if the rock. Well, he's having sex with his wife. I, I said to this guy, this is way, we're going to go way left field real quick. Some kid said to me today, he goes, if the rock sat down next to you, and said, fuck me, would you do it? And I went, to hell yeah. I mean, The Rock. He Whoa. goes, why? I'm like, because if I can tell everyone I fucked The Rock, I dude, I'm I'm king of the world. <laughs> my wife would be like... Well, just so you know, I'm not in on that. Much. I'm not I'm just in saying, on that here's my all. win. When my wife goes, ooh, I'd love to fuck up, like, gotcha, bitch, I already did it. <laughs> like, come I mean, on, I man. I that I'd be in on it, but I'd totally give him a rub and tug, you know, whatever. I wouldn't give him shit. Yeah, you'd give him what you want. I wouldn't give him I mean, let's be honest. Shit. The Rock asked you for something, you're giving it to him. No, hang on now. I'll hand him Now, that guy wants, I'll tell you right, The Rock wants to sit down and go shot for shot on his own tequila. See, I'm not starting I'll put Dwayne like Johnson at in all. bed, baby. <laughs> I mean, now I'll probably run in the woods uh, and get lost looking for the witchcraft witch, but I'll, I'll find don't one. Don't get me wrong. The Rock is fucking for uh, for all listeners, the Hodgel hand him a cigar. That's all I'm doing. Fuck that. No, the Bourbon Cowboy will give him a cigar. Teach him. Give him a own, cigar. Teach him about that's his own about tequila. No, he'll be like about some shit. He'll be like, I want to drink scotch. He'll be like, Well, the Viking's not here. He just got done jerking you off, so he he went somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you don't like bourbon, I do have an upper line McAllen collection. If you would like to have some, I will share it. Just don't fuck up my room, man. They'll be tearing shit up. Let's be honest. We joke about the rock. He's a cool dude. We never really worry about any of those things. Right, because that ain't happening. And his Tremania is actually pretty fucking good tequila. 
Same with, uh, um, who's the guy who sold his tequila for like a billion dollars? George Clooney. Clooney, yep. His tequila was pretty fucking good. I fucking love that tequila. All right, good. We got that settled. How are we how are we feeling about this? So we're uh, back to the Elijah Elijah yeah. Craig. Hey, Mr. Viking. S- some yeah. of us are star fuckers, I guess. What am I? Uh, what not am I me. Smoking next. You said you had some for me. Well, look at me, not me. That's well, what you're gonna smoke is frosting up, and I'm still loving this Elijah Craig. I think it's delicious. Well, the Elijah Craig is very tasty. Yeah, and I'm still I, got another inch on this, probably another ten minutes. But man, well, I'm loving this slide. Let's let's for hang on. Moment, one honest first moment. I like the block stocking barrel. I like the Elijah Craig. I was not, even though there's clove flavor, not a huge fan of the album. I'm gonna be honest. That's awesome. We'll touch on that towards. The, we'll touch on that in the after hours video. All right, okay. we'll touch on that. But I've hit the point on my cigar where now it's just hot. Yeah. Right now it's just hot. All right, that baby's going to bed. All right. So what was the? P. Johnson, so, you are the fucking man. Just keep doing your cigar. I love that one. Can we get Pete Johnson with us one night? That would be fucking oh. crazy good. <sighs> I've got a big announcement. <laughs> Yesterday, I just rewatched the cigar video. That 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 that's on iTunes. Yes. Uh. Oh man, dude, I played that video. For fucking what, seventy-two hours straight? So yeah. Yes, yesterday I watched it without any interruptions, just just me and the screen, and and, and I, I got more out of it. Shot, shot that out because off the top of my head I can't pick that video. It's on my it's on my Apple. Oh my god. As everybody plays with their rappers. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying obviously, to this is a, some sort of Pete hand Johnson rolled. thing. Yeah, hand rolled's got Pete Johnson. It's got Nick from Foundation. It's got the Oliva family. It's uh, got. Padrone is in there. Uh, it, 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 I just it, want to buy one of those. It has, it has, it has Car- Carlito Puente. Sure? It has. Uh, so. That, that 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 video, actually, I, I appreciated it even more when 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 I watched it and I had nothing else pulling my attention away. Dude, it's an amazing movie. It really is, and it's it's. What is the movie? Know, it's called Hand Rolled, and actually, we'll put it on. Uh, we'll put it on during the after hours movie. I, I I own it, so I'll put it on. Um, and we'll watch it. We'll watch it full length. Maybe that's what we'll do after the podcast night. We'll watch Hand Rolled. Have some cigars. I'll pull out some uh, vintage Tatuajes. I'll pull out some original 10-year Miamis. Uh, the 09 10-year Miami release. I'll pop that box open. We'll smoke them. Um, and we'll watch that movie. That's what we'll do. Uh, right, I'm officially giving up on mine as well. I think I've taken it to the end. Well, actually, to, to see a 60 ring gauge go that low and you're still tasting on it, that's yeah. that's a 60 smoker, man. I, and sometimes, like, if we get into ring gauges, I think people that smoke 60s a lot of time, if you've got 10 people in a room smoking 660s, four actually enjoy the build on the cigar. The rest are still stuck in that mindset that think bigger is better, right? You know, that whole, that whole, uh, that whole adage that everything's bigger in Texas, you know, like, okay, I've got a, I've got a $12 Lancero, but I can get this 660 for five. It's gonna smoke longer. I would gamble right now. I would give my liver 
jewel, uh, the silver sloth over here just lit up a vintage um, Lancero La Tracadora. Uh, I'm sorry, La, let, let me see that. I want to make sure I get this right. This is a vintage Tatuaje. The La Marquesa uh, just lit that up. And if you were to fire up that same 660 against that, I guarantee that Lancero burns longer. Guarantee okay. it. Whatever. My point is, is that the few that I have promoted, that everybody's heard on here, just like my Dura Special Olivia V series, um, there's a point where these are just built for longevity and they're a fantastic fucking cigar. And, oh no, and what I, I was getting at, right. I, I wasn't talking about, because you no, smoke, no, no, no. you smoke, you never smoked a 660 that is, that is literally, you smoke the 10 percent ones are quality what tobacco. i would say are the bomba i'm talking for just for bullshit reasons i'm talking a quorum 660 against a my father uh petit lancero right well, there's only probably four five, different five in my 660 that I think are worthy. Right. And I think everybody would agree, even in the cigar world, if I was talking here with some of the top cigar guys in the world, they'd go, ha, JL, those five that you picked are absolutely fantastic. But well, what I'm telling you is, is the ones that we have explored and we're all enjoying in the Petite um, are absolutely fantastic. But I think coming down to the end of the burn, this one's a little different than the smaller Lanceros, or even the smaller sizes. Um, they're just a, li a, a little tad different. So I probably have a little upper hand on some of the others, in my feeling. But anyway, let's fucking move on because we've spent a lot of time let's on that. Take a moment. Yeah. Talk about this Lancero. I mean, this Lancero is kind of like I like my chicks with a skinny dick. You know? so it's pretty good. <laughs> It's a, it's a good smoke. Now you can have whatever you want. Uh, you want to tap the humidor, go nuts. Uh, you know, I got, I got, I got my chip. I'm here as well. Uh, I mean, whatever you want to do. I hear you, motherfucker. La Raquez. I hear you, fucking. maybe? Raquez. It's Cuban. It's a fucking good cigar. Yeah. But the name is Cuban, not the cigar. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I made that clear. What is the cigar? Uh, it's a, it's a Tatuaje Lancero, yeah. yeah. I don't believe, now again, you guys know that very rarely do we pick our phones on the Google show on the podcast, so I'm not gonna do it right now. I do believe the only way that cigar now comes is in the Lancero collection from Tatuaje when you buy that box. I do not think that that is a regular production cigar anymore, but I'm, I'm gonna ride that on a 6040. I don't, I do not know. Honestly? Uh, I think we did a podcast in October. Oh, uh, we did a few in October. But specifically the Halloween one. Yes, we did. Podcast. We did. Well, on the Halloween one, we did a bunch and of monsters. We did the monsters. That's when the drug deal went down. Yeah, yeah, the drug deal <laughs> went down the monsters. <laughs> guys, I, when I'm saying drug deal, I'm talking to. You guys heard the story a million times. Mark, the, the mad Russian, walks out to his door, comes in with a UPS package. We were on a break, says, Oh my God, this is my Lancero collection, or the monster collection. On that break, Julian goes, I'll give you $200 right now for that box. Mark oh, gave it over. It was the it was, monster drug deal. what he paid for. Yeah, 100. He paid for. Yeah, 100, 100 whatever. If you, you want know. to smoke those right now, I'll pay, I'll just buy it. Right. I'll pay it right. off. We'll, we'll, we'll smoke it as a group. Mainly because... And that podcast never made it on air. That's I, crazy. I want to be I want to be really honest about this one. We're all, the Russian we're all shared wrong. those without me paying for them? Yeah. But the number of times he shared 
the lock, stock, and barrel. Some rare whiskeys. Some ama- the Yamas. The, the, the Dude, really you're great. choking on his dick right now. Calm down. Calm down. That thing <laughs> is that's a like purple head. I know. Oh, it's but so tight. It. Oh, but it's, my hand's not small oh, enough oh, to hand it, handle it. Oh, so it oh I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. So but, that's why it's small because your hand's so big. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Got the Lancero in your hand. You're like, oh, it's nostalgic. <laughs> but anyway, that was the first time I had a Lancero, and since then, I've really come to realize I like a Lancero. Dude, it's the. I it is the. The. If you are, and I say this, I say this politely, this is going to sound, I'm going to need that lighter, sir. This is going to sound cocky on one end, it's going to sound weird on the other, and it's going to sound nerdy on the other. If you are very deep into cigars and you're trying to find flavor and you're searching for the qualities of the tobacco with everything going on, you will never taste more of tobacco, especially wrapper tobacco, than you will in a Lancero. Okay. Some people just like a Lancero for the size, the shape that it is. Like people like 52s, 50s, 660s, and they like them for the size, the cigar they're smoking. But when you're looking for flavor, when you're looking for the taste of a cigar, nothing beats a Lancero because it is literally in my mind, and there are multitudes of people that agree with this, you do not taste wrapper ever in anything more than you do in a Lancero. And they are delicious, and this one, thank you for sharing it with me. Yeah, man. It's really fucking tasty. Wow. What are you lighting up? That's a Tatuaje, too. So I'm firing up a Petite Corona Tatuaje Havana 6. So the Havana 6 is one of my favorite uh, Tatuaje expressions. Um, I'm very, very, very fond of the Torpedo, which I've got a few boxes of inside. Um, yeah, but that's not a torpedo. No, this is, is the Petit Corona. Yeah. Right. Um, so, um, let's dump, jump into this next whiskey. We have a whiskey coming, right? Yep. Or should we re-pour and uh, tap the last one for the Azraj? Oh, you want to talk about who, what, who's smoking what? Yeah, let's, let's talk about smokes here. So, I'm smoking, I said, the Havana 6, uh, which, which commonly known to everyone is the Red Label Tatuaje. Uh, much like the 10-year Miami, the Reservas, that is the brown label. This is the red label Tatuaje. This actually, if if I, again, 60-40, believe this is the strongest cigar Tatuaje produces. Regular production. Next to the RC series, the RC series is a different animal. That's, that's another thing. Regular production, tobacco, the red label. Havana six or Havana four, it's either VI or IV. Um, I may I may be off on that. Sorry, but this is the strongest regular production. Stop clicking. <laughs> Thank you. Strongest strongest uh, production cigar out of Tatuaje. Right, and it's got that beautiful red label, the Tatuaje, the Fleur de Lis so across I'm, it. I'm the only one not doing Tatuaje, right? <laughs> yes. You guys are all. So, uh, well, hang on. Let's. I'm gonna. I want to get to you last. I want to talk about what you're firing up right now. The Frenchman from the north is firing the same thing up right now. So we'll let him get into that, and we'll go to him first for taste and see what's going on. Cowboy, what'd you fire up, baby? Well, let me just say this. One of the few things that I I want to say is somewhat of a fault for me 
just me personally, I'm not talking about everybody else, is because I'm not on a skinny monster, but I am on a Tatawahe monster. But it's the uh, uh, Calaveras, or not Calaveras. But what is it? Cazadores. Cazadores, a size cigar. It's a little thicker than the um, Skinny Monster. Than the Lancer. But yet, these, one, um, I hate to call it a fault, but I think it's a, a bit of it, is the labeling. Okay, for example, you get a box of these, the labels are so small and so insignificant they're, the color change of any of them, you have to almost check with the box label to find out what you're really smoking. Well, but that's the fun. That, again, let's use that nostalgic term. That's where the fun comes in. You know, because every, every monster label is the only thing that makes them different next to the face box and, and the box they're in, the color. Right. The yeah, color's but different. But even the colors are very similar. And it's hard. I Listen, I, I don't give a shit what anybody says. I think it's hard to distinguish. Not like a red label drac or something between a wolf or whatever we're smoking. I well, think it's hard to differentiate with what you're the, smoking. Yeah. Um, it's And we've even talked about this. The, the differentiality about what you're smoking with these. I think they're fantastic cigars, but I'm just saying the labeling for me is kind of sometimes hard unless you're directly, really intensely looking at the label, finding out. Now, if you throw these in a big go cart or whatever and you don't have your deal, it's hard to tell what you're actually fucking smoking. And I, that's my only negative on these. So, but so. This is given to me by the well, Viking. Before you move on from that, you're about to. I'm not moving on. Story. Just what, one second. That, let him so, finish. Let him finish. I, I, one at a time. All right. Let him finish. What is this one I'm smoking? The face. Okay, so this one is oh, the face. And uh, no, it wasn't. I thought the black label and the drac. No, I'm sorry. The black label on the Patreon, the face was the. Well, I'm just saying the top 25 this year, which we don't really put too much in it, but um, the Karloff and then the black label Tatoahe, which we've smoked them all, were fucking fantastic. I think I smoked all my Karloff. We've smoked a lot of Tatoahe. Anyway, this one is the face, and it's the little fattier one outside of the. Um, one is the, or the the uh, monster thins. Anyway, my point is is I'm just talking about the labeling a little bit. It is a little tough, I think. If you if you buy your box, throw it in a travel case or whatever, and um, to find out really what you're smoking. That's my only uh, downplay. No, I, I will bit. agree with, with with especially with actually you can you could say this with the exception of the cajonus, the cajones, the the. Oh, threes, fives, nines, those cigars. Unless you are, and this is what I really actually thoroughly enjoy about Tatuaje, is you have to be involved to understand what's what. Now, if you got a grab bag of cigars, you got every Casdoors monster, every Lancero, every face monster, and a brown label, red label, black label, Cajone, a uh, fucking Fausto, uh, all these cigars in there. They're tattooed. That's, that's if you don't know, that's all you know. 
I understand. You know, and that's but what's like, really cool about him. But at the same time, I can understand the frustration. Like some guy who's who, who's like, hey man, I've heard so much about these Tatawahes. I buy a box. He's gonna travel or whatever. He, he takes it out of that box and puts him into his carry-all or whatever. He's fucking a lost puppy unless he's really in tuned. And I get it, but I, I just think it's a kind of a lost gig. Um, no, and that I'm, would I'm be you. my only so, downfall on them is the labeling is a little hard to see what you're smoking sometimes. Agreed, agreed. Kind of fun. So I was going to jump in a moment ago and, you know, throw the weight on this one. Yeah. Uh, the monsters in particular, because they are fucking hard to know which one's which. Right. They aren't labeled, they don't say it. But what I ended up having to do is do the internet search and find a picture where they have all of them labeled, the colors labeled. Yeah. And just saved it. And so I just, every time I go to get one, I'm like, wait a minute, I want to try the draft. Or I want to try the, the high. Right. And I look at that picture, which I found online, and I got saved in my phone, and that's how I know which one I'm smoking. Because at the end of the day, there's just a lot of data out there and a lot of things. And sometimes you just got to have a reference. Yeah, well. They don't give it to you. They don't say it. Even I've got a box, a second box of the Lancero, the monster, uh, the Lanceros, the skinny monsters. I don't know which which color is which. I know which one I like because I remember, like, I wrote it down, like, I liked. But the there's, there's, the, you know, and the, here's, and here's the hidden scripture on it, right? And yeah. I, I think, I think I showed this on the Casadores that I handed out earlier. On the face of the box, where the cigars sit, there's like a word search on top that shows Drac, Frank, Jekyll, Hyde, Face, Wolf. They're on there. But they everyone are. always looks at, oh, design. That's awesome. But that's really cool. You have to have the box around with you. Very true. That's what I'm trying to tell so you. So what I'm saying is I put them in my humidor. And then later I go to get them just like you were talking about, Hodge. And I have no fucking clue which one. Exactly. And cause that's my only uh, gripe like, on no the whole eye. thing. There's no, there's no key. There's no like this color is this one. It's just like these are the positions for the ones you're getting. Right. Which is great when you first open the fucking box. Well, that's part of the fun. Well, true. But I, you know, took a photo, found a photo, saved it in my phone, and every time I want to have one, I pull it up and look at the color, and I go, I want. That's what I'm smoking. Right. And it's, you know, maybe not the, the best way to do it, but it's the way it's working out for me. Like this cigar, the face. Um, absolutely love it, but again, um, I, I, we're still talking about it. I mean, if I love this fucking cigar, I threw these, opened my box, threw them in my you know my humidor and then i'm like man that was a great fucking cigar now do i really even know what the hell i smoked um other than that that's my only downplay on them i'm just like sometimes it can be uh, a little frustrating anyway that's all i'm saying but i'm an inch into this and probably an inch away from the meat but fucking loving this and we're still on the elijah craig Am I correct? We're still on the Elijah Craig, We're right? Elijah Craig. Yeah. Really Which, enjoying the Elijah Craig. Listen, as I said before, the hand picks sometimes it's a seasonal thing, 
what you're doing and what you're catching. Handpicks sometimes are the best damn things you can find. Not to mention frost building up on your glass. Because we are outdoors. Now. We're outdoors. And the temperature right now, and, and everybody knows, we're, it's probably, is it 8 o'clock? What time is it? Uh, 6.40. Okay, 6.40. And the temperature is dropping. We do have a, a really good, nice amount of heat. We're all comfortable, but our glasses... seven. Yeah, our glasses. Like, this bourbon is not going to taste the same way if we were room temperature. We're like on, uh, we're frosty. We're like frosty drinkers right now. I mean, I'll make a bloody honest. I enjoy it more when it's chilled like this. Um, but I, as much as, no, I'll admit it. Uh, I like an ice cube and my whiskey off it. I really enjoy the chilled, a uh, little bit of water that I get from an ice cube. Yeah. And so I know that a lot of people judge me for it. I know. The Russian over here. I was wondering whether you prefer it. Is it the temperature or, or the delusion aspect of it? It's kind of a combination. Like, I've tried just. But nobody. Listen. Love it. I've tried it just the cold, like one of the, the rocks, and loved it. But my favorite is when you get an ice cube in there. An ice cube. Now, that breaks down when you get into a really, really good hard to find whiskey because then I want to try the flavor but even then if I were just gonna sit and drink do you drink it slower or faster I drink it faster than I do I'll be honest I drink it faster um, but in general if I can get an ice cube in there I like the flavor because it waters it down a little bit chills it out a little bit which wouldn't be a necessary there's not a damn thing wrong with that I, I mean, listen. I, I've talked to some people who are like, you're ruining it. No, 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 no. Fucking absolutely wrong. Because there's there's actually some online things that actually talk about that. And they'll have the best distillers in the world. They'll say, listen, bourbon is meant to be enjoyed however you do it. Whether it's neat, whether it's with a rock, shaved... Uh, th there's there's an episode of the, these guys who start out like oh listen I'm on a seven hour I'm gonna enjoy this and they go like shave they go cube they go this whatever right. th these guys the, the distillery guys who are preparing this bourbon for us to drink they're like listen however you enjoy it is the best way to enjoy it you know there's no r right or wrong way to do it and so let's just get that out there right now. Which I appreciate. So yeah, however do, you do, do it. you do you with your and we talked about this before. Do you with your whiskey, and do you with your cigar? I, I always made this adage. I was like, look, man, when I was selling cigars, I'm like, can I can I do this? Can I do that? I went, hey, man, ma'am, miss, sir, unicorn, alien, lizard woman, whatever. Be referred to as a unicorn. Hey, you're not a unicorn. You're a sloth, bro. You set that shit in stone. I love but I was like, hey, man, look, if, if when you buy the cigar, do whatever the hell you want with it. Do what you want. Cut it how you want. So how you want. Look, man, if you buy a drink, do what you, if you... If you go home, you buy a bottle and you go home, and you want to buy a $10,000 bottle of whiskey, and you want to mix it with club soda, dude, that's your prerogative. Do what you want to do. Have fun. Go nuts. 
It's about your experience and what you do with your experience to make it your experience. He's exactly right. For just a moment. My brother was a bartender for many, many years. And he used to work at the Four Seasons in Phoenix. Which you can imagine the Four Seasons in Phoenix has a lot of people with a lot of money. Yeah, we were going to stay there. <laughs> it's an amazing place. They're not cheap. Let's they put it that way. Cheap. And he would have people come in and they'd be like, I want to order a good bottle of, of wine. Mainly wine. It wasn't always whiskey. So probably not perfect for this podcast. Oh, we can have a good bottle of wine. You want one? I'll pop one. So I got some if I can recommend a fucking of wine, 12 year vintages in there. Mansfield Dunn, 2016-2017. Where's it from? Uh, it's from Sonoma. So I have a cheat. I, I know uh, Mrs. Hodges. So I have, I have, and I know the Mad Russian. So I've yeah. got this kind of vintage collection of wine. Readily available. Bottles backed up. So you want to get weird. I mean, I love me some wine. Don't get me wrong. But... Let's go back to the conversation about Phoenix and people. Or yeah, let's do like Hey, guys, this is going to be a long podcast. We're going to run this thing. We're going to the Joe Rogan hours. We're going to do this thing, man. This is the first podcast. been off for a week. We're going to give you guys this. And I also want to say, I want to say thank you to the Patreon members. All you guys that have joined and been given the feedback you've been given about how you found the podcast online and how you join because of what we do. Dude, I gotta thank you guys a lot for myself, Curtis. the Russian, everyone. Change that heat. Dude. I, I'm like, I'm fucking toasty as shit on my toesies. No. I wanna thank you guys, I mean back that, so go no, ahead. Go ahead. Back towards off. us, like thank my you. toes are getting cold. No, oh, thank like, you, man. There you go. Thank you. There you go. All you guys, so here's here's the fun thing, man. When we started the page, my toes are the only thing everyone, everyone here is a member of that. Our first like five members were everyone sitting here. You know, the squirting German's not here, but everyone jumped on. And you know, our Patreon's $3 a month, guys. And what you get is, you, all of you guys have stickers in the mail. They left yesterday. So, well, you don't, because you're sitting here. So you'll get your sticker. You douchebags. Why don't I join it? Like, I'm going to be honest. I've been on your podcast a couple times. Not yeah. all the time, but a couple yeah. times. I don't... I had to reach out to the German to join his blog. I don't know how to join. Explain I'll teach you me. when we're done. No, no, no. Explain it. So what you do it's is hard pull, to up, pull, your phone out, pull, pull your phone out. Pull your phone out. It's yeah, hard I'll to become you right a now. patron. So, so here you go. Pull your phone out. Go to www.patreon.com slash craft and puro join the tier it's a three dollar tier put your credit card information in you become a three dollar tier member that gets you a sticker that you'll walk away with you'll probably walk away with five or six because we got fucking 200 of them so just uh plug a payphone next time you see one i saw a payphone the other day lowe's in chesterfield has a payphone so AT&T payphone you still drop quarters into right. with the dial. Yeah, yeah, www.patreon.com slash craft and puro. All in one word? Or yeah, man. Craft and puro. So uh, he's an iPhone user. That means that he can also use the iPhone app to join the podcast, the audio version of the podcast. And you can also do that on any Android because our podcast is on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Podbean, uh, there's something connect. There's a bunch of podcasts we're on now because I, I synced it to Podbean, so Podbean sent it out. 
Anywhere you listen to podcasts, guys, you're going to find the nonsense we're talking about. The fun that you want are the little videos we put up on the Patreon, the after hours that's going to happen after this podcast in about 30 minutes. You get to see all of us, man. You get to meet the Viking. You get to meet... I hate this. You get to meet me. You get to meet the Bourbon Cowboy. You get to meet the Mad Russian, the... the, the typing wizard of the article is you get to meet the ginger from the north and you get to meet the silver sloth dude this is a rare appearance you want to talk unicorns silver sloth he's here he's here lazy motherfucker so uh cowboy cowboy yes how's that face against that elijah craig well, I was just laying back and smoking this guy a little bit. That's why I asked. You, I saw you hit you hit chill mode, dude. You, you kicked it back. I think this is really kind of, for me, an earthy. I mean, the mm. smoke on this is kind of earthy, but yet it's got all those things that you like in a good cigar. It's got a little bit of caramel. It's got a little bit of that, but at its core, I think it's kind of earthy. I mean, it's kind of like... Like escargot earthy or... No, that was a joke. I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard, you know, unless you're like a, quote, professional, like pull fucking notes out of tobacco out of your ass. Hey, sweetheart, we're more professionals than most people. Right, but what I'm just saying... It's got a really smooth... um, Sign it up as Colorado. That's fine. Earthy, kind of honeycomb. 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 Kind of uh, quality to it. And I think that's the best way for me to describe it. And um, with this Elijah Craig, not bad. Not bad. All right. Uh, Mad Russian, you were on that Espinosa... Right, or this is a nomad release, Ezra Zion right. nomad release. So, this was called, this is called Ride or Die. Ride or Die, baby. That bitch ain't going. Where's she going? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how talk about the cigar? Do you know anything about the cigar? So, the way that they does so, this so, mad Russian know anything about a cigar? So, what, what they no. say about, about, about Ezra's and uh, Nomad is they, they never tell you about the binder or the filler. That's a trademark feature of all of their. And Ezra Zion purchased Nomad, correct? Yes. Or I'm sorry, acquired in Nomad. 19, yes. In 2018, Ezra Zion purchased Nomad. And, and so what they've done, based on my observation, is that, is that when, they, when, they, when they've produced their limited editions, um, and everything is a is a small edition. So when they release it through the Ezra Zion line, it's an edition of like 600, 500 to, let's say 500 to 700 cigars. And they usually release it in five packs. If something doesn't meet that 500 to 700 threshold, they put it out in their Nomad line. And that's what this is. And the Nomad line is usually in the in, in the range of like 300 to 400 total cigars for the entire run. And so I, I from, from a marketing perspective, I think it's kind of genius uh, because 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 I, I, I get the notifications and, 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 I, and I look at it and I wonder, I mean, 
should I should I should I grab it because I don't know if it's going to be excellent, exceptional, out of this world, or maybe it's something average. I don't. You, you never know until you actually try it. And and, and so, I, to some degree, I'm 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 a little embarrassed because 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 I feel the pressure to buy. I feel the pressure to, 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 to hit the purchase button and, and find out because because I really want to know. And I and I'm not a star fucker. Actually, I don't I don't I, I don't I don't care about famous people. In fact, I kind of I kind of hate the the, the attention that famous people get. And and and, and yet this is a, this is a case. That but yet, yeah, rock if he was well, here. No, I'm not sucking his dick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's so gonna, he's, okay, he's, good. He's gonna have to put good. Up, he's gonna have to put up a lot of work to, to uh, for the privilege of of, uh, of of fellatio on me. And wow. And, and it's not because I don't think he's a good guy, or that I don't think that he's uh, it, that it'd be fun to meet him. But you know what? Here's here, here's how I see a lot of the famous people, and, and I and I first of all that we're kind of going down a different rabbit hole. Um, I think that I, I, first of all I distinguish between famous person and celebrity, and and the the difference is somebody who's who earns the title of celebrity is somebody who's contributed either to humanity in some in some really special way. Or they've, or they've contributed to the field that they're in, in a, in a very significant way. And famous person is something different. That is somebody who, it doesn't take much. They can, they can just have a whole lot of followers. And Paris Hilton, uh, you know the Kardashians. I, 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 I don't, I don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm not at all impressed by any of that, and so what, what, I, what I'm interested in is, is the substance of what they of what they contribute. And so when it comes to this brand, and this is a boutique brand, I'm rounding it back to this. I'm torn because because I've had some 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 Ezra Zion cigars and some Nomad cigars that, that were shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and 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 and, and so that 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 that's where I'm at with this. So this this is this is a, a limited edition cigar that that came up through Ezra Zion. I think the total production was 380 cigars. They don't tell as again they don't tell you the binder or the filler, but the wrapper is a Corojo 99 Rosado leaf. I spent some time researching that just to figure out what the hell that means so rosado means rose colored but i don't know that i don't know how much rosado adds to the to the, the, the flavor of the cigar well a rosado should this is where i can chime in rosado should and just rose color it's, it's kind of a weird homage or kind of clicking that happens naturally that you can't argue the term rosado right red intent red in intention you know 
darker hue of blood color, right? Definition of rosado, right? What a, it's funny that that's the term they use. They use that term for a reason. Rosado does create more of a floral finish. And then the best way that you can address that to, towards a cigar, if you're talking a pairing, is any type of light body Colombian coffee or a very, very old Highland Scotch where the citrus notes become more of a rose or a daffodil or a hibiscus. You create, you create a crispness that, 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 that creates a bite on the tongue with a, a gin almost like finish. That's what you get out of Rosado. Now, in liquid, obviously it's more pronounced, okay? Because it's a liquid. But on a tobacco, it's more of a dry finish. Think something muted. You know, so that, that's where that comes together. But it's interesting that you say that because, because, because from the liquor industry, from like specifically in craft cocktails, when I hear that the most, I think about gin, actually. And the only what I say, and, and the only the, the only <laughs> gin producer in the cocktail world world that I can think of is Room One Hundred One. Or uh, what, what are you referencing though in that well, aspect? Because, because Matt Booth, Room One Hundred One Gin. Yes, Pat Booth, Matt Booth, his own gin. Right, but you Matt, also I'm have. I'm sorry, Matt. You, you you can also talk domestic gins, Idlewild, Dry Fly. Uh, fucking Buffalo Tray, or I'm sorry, Sazerac and Company make a gin. It's very botanical Ford. Well, it's very floral Ford. But 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 but, but even um, Hendrix, the 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 main botanicals of Hendrix gin are uh, cucumber and rose petal. And and so, in fact, I, I the. the, the the man who, who is the national ambassador for Hendrix Gin, I, I know him. I know him personally. He's in my phone. Um, I've been. I, I, I've, I've gone bar hopping with him. He carries not only a, a satchel with, with with roses and cucumbers, but he has a custom designed hip flask. It's actually more like a, a, a green leather holster that he puts a teacup in, and he walks around, whips out his 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 his, his, his cup, almost like a, a gunslinger would, except that he's pulling out a, a ceramic teacup, and he makes a gin cocktail on the spot, and and so I I wonder I I wondered a, a long time about these kind of rosado cigars. So what I can tell you from the experience tonight is that I in 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 the time that I've been smoking this compared to the Espinosa Lancero La Bamba 2016 I've I've gone through half of this in a quarter of the time that I spent smoking that that Espinosa and I'm not saying that that makes this a bad cigar, but there's a big difference there. That was perfect. Thank you. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, there's a lot we can dive into on that. Let's save some of that though. That, your Rosado pick on that was, was, that's one of the best Rosado picks I've ever heard. And I'm gonna take, and I'm not trying to jerk you off here. I'm saying that that's actually, uh, 
the best honest Rosado pick, and I don't think anyone that's ever re reviewed a Rosado can have that same cocktail kind of expression and, and differential that you you derive from, right? Hell yeah, man. Guys, you just got 10 minutes of fucking awesome. So let's do this. Not to pull away from that fucking dramatic awesomeness, dude. That was fucking perfect. I love that. That was awesome. You need to write that shit down. That was perfect. Let's talk cigars, man. Uh, Silver Sloth Fox, newest Patreon there, man. Welcome to the club, dude. You're gonna get a sticker, not in the mail, but it's gonna go into your fucking pocket, bro. You got a hat on your way too. Yeah. There's a fucking snapback ready for you, man. Um, how is how is that cigar? It's a damn fucking. Yeah, I'm sure. Very good. Um. Lighter in the roll than the Liga. Tighter than the uh, Espinosa. What was the Espinosa? Espinosa that we had last week. Uh, very tasty. Smokes very well. Not lasting nearly as long as the, the 52. The, the 652 that I had. This is about, I think it was 6, six inch. Um, but this is really tasty. Really enjoying it. Um, Tatuai, always a win, uh, every time I've had one, and this is another win, uh, I would go out of my way to, to get this. I love that, and, I love that, thank you. Um, so I appreciate you sharing. Uh, yeah, no, cool. shout out to Pete Johnson, man, that's all him, dude, they got the shit to do with me, I just had one. Uh, Bourbon Cowboy, what do you got on that? that I don't face? have anything more, uh, to say than what I already said. I'm almost back to my wrapper. Already? What are you smoking? That Casadores. That face. Yeah. Right. This is the face uh, in that collection. And I think it's fantastic. All the notes that I talked about earlier are still there. And. Ugh. Beautiful. Hold on. I love how the green My feet are freezing. Slowed down. Well, uh, bring the flyer uh, back over, please. Hold on. My feet are freezing, but yet I'm loving it. I don't know that we've done a podcast. This cold? I don't think we have. No, we have not. I think we're breaking a, some new ground here. Hot. But listen. Uh, 18 degrees outside. But yeah, we are 18 degrees. We're still outside. And I always like to... And where are we going? Up. Where are we going? Nowhere. Nowhere. We're fucking right out here on the, yeah, the new baby. fucking Ranchero X at the uh, Murray the House. halls of Valhalla. And we are out here pumping these cigars. I don't think we've ever had a podcast where everybody's... Whether you're smoking or not, there's breath, 18 degrees, and we're rocking it. Yeah, so but we're, we're I'm doing still this. like doing the cigar. It's still the same thing, and um, I'm still loving it the same way. I'm about a half inch from my label, and everything's going good, man. Everything's going good. Yeah, man. Uh, Ginger Lights from the north. are up in the indoor. <laughs> How is that cigar, my man? Uh, good. Smoking a little bit faster than you, but not completely, because there's my label. You've been doing the uh, cell phone thing. Well, yeah, I've been, you know, chat. Chat. 
chatting, chatting. How's the cigar, buddy? It is good. Um, with the Elijah Craig, it's 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 a nice pairing. Um, I do like the Tetelais, so usually it's the Karloff. <laughs> I mean, everybody bought a box, but I do want to get some skinny monsters. <laughs> I don't know who caused that fucking problem. I initiated it and I'm the only guy that didn't get a box. Now I can't get one. Yeah. You didn't get a box? No, I got everyone else multiple boxes and never got one myself. Of well, what? Yeah, I, I, I would, off. Oh. <laughs> I never knew that. Oh, fuck. I knew to me. I didn't know that. Fuck you, Sheldon. Spartan German. Fuck you. From the Viking. I love you. It is what it is. Alright, guys. Check it out. This is what we're going to do. We're going to wrap this podcast out. We need to uh, rearrange some things to get this video going. And then we're going to we're gonna record some special stuff with hand rolled on the TV tonight while we're sitting here having more cigars. Under the heat, doing very well. I mean, I got to say, guys, look, it's it's about 17 degrees outside. And we ain't going to have gloves on. We're hanging out. I mean, I, well, I brought gloves. gloves out. Well, I brought gloves out. My hands started sweating, so I took them off. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think the hands. I, my hands are fine, it's dude. I, that's toes. what I'm saying. My toes are. A little well, we we got the now. little burner over here. We're gonna cool. bring that around. It's working. It's getting. Warm. Um, things are warming up. We got things going on. I can even turn the flames up higher. We're gonna have a okay, good time. Okay, guys, it's like two degrees. So I know certain parts of your bodies are freezing. <laughs> it's shrinkage, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking at me like what. I'm like, no, we're all good. Everything. All right, guys, look, this is the Viking. We are so happy to be back to our regularly programmed scheduling. We're here. This Same podcast is going up tonight. Same bad time. Yeah, you know it, man. Fuck we're going to get after it. What we're, we're going to do is it, we are going to wrap this podcast out. We have a bourbon, a special bourbon we haven't touched yet oh uh, that we're going to fire up. I'm bringing out a unlocked box of cigars that we are going to smoke on the after hour show um and we're going to give a special giveaway to the patreons tonight Fucking since it's the first time smoking here at the vikings new hall the hall, hall. yeah, yeah. The hall. odin's blessing gave me this so we're going to run through this all right well, um, let's do it. i've got these mad fucking idiots with me right now this is the viking i'm out uh let's give it to the frenchman let him French take it man. out. Let's go down the line, guys, and let the Bourbon Cowboy ride us out for the podcast. Everyone, thank you so much. Remember, Lit Cigar Lounge, best spot to smoke at. Trust me. Come see the Viking. That's all I'm going to give away. Come see the Bourbon Cowboy. Come see the Mad Russian. Come see the Silver Fox, Sloth, Lizard, whatever the fuck he wants to be tomorrow. For as long as he's here. And come see the Ginger from the North, because that red-headed fuck ain't going nowhere. All right, guys, this is the Viking. I'm out. Boys, take it away. I'm definitely not uh, the lion, the Jew from Okay. Uh, however, we're both about the same ginger. Oh, my God. I win. Yeah, you win only because I can't grow a beard longer than a month. Yeah. That well, is a month you got going right there. This, this, is, this is actually three weeks. This is two months. So. Oh, my God. Hey, my day. Day. I can't quit you. Uh, I can't. Hey, hey, I'm this close to retirement. Oh my god! See that? That that oh, is a solid close. four inches right there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're what? Fifty? Okay, oh move god. on. Oh uh, I'm gonna pass it over to the Russian. And <laughs> you got so much shit you risky. 
Yeah, she likes to wear skinny jeans and drink whiskey. We're there already. Okay, so that's the idea. Okay, go uh, ahead. Sloth man, fat, fat fuck. Don't even fox, talk about whatever it. Whatever it is, I had a great time tonight. I appreciate it, everybody. And uh, if you haven't joined the Patreon, it's not that hard. I just went through the power process. Uh, I'm, I'm officially a member. I've joined uh, the Germans' uh, blog as well this week. And, Welcome to the um, club, motherfucker. It's it's a good blog. I think the blog and the Patreon right here is, is, is a pretty good way to get into understanding what's happening between listening to people talk about what it's really like and reading about it. It's a great pairing. Uh, so I I encourage all of you to do it. This is a this is a good group. And I love hanging out with you guys. I look forward to when the podcast happens in my house out in Colorado. Yeah, baby. I've got a beautiful fucking house. We're looking for Beautiful uh, horse farm behind my house. We'll be doing and a podcast we'll out there. We'll be doing a podcast. I want you right. all to come out and uh, experience it, see the mountains, and spend some time. And I'm hoping sometimes I can join through Zoom. Beautiful. Whatever it takes. Because you, guys are, you guys are my favorite. Right on, man. Honestly. And listen, hey, and give me a listen. This is the Bourbon Cowboy. And even tonight, the apparel I am wearing is probably an eight foot old man's tweed wool. And guys, I don't am. Don't worry, there'll be pictures. Hung, I am so <laughs> warm. And I'm wearing the old paper, man. I'm looking good. The, the 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 cowboy's not wearing a cowboy tonight. Anyway, listen, we love you, and for all intents and purposes, we're telling and we're out. This is the Bourbon Cowboy with the Viking and the rest of this crew. We're out. We'll see you on the after hours. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Craft Instagram at Craft Lit Cigar Lounge, Wildwood Pub. Guys, we'll see you later. Cheers.